So what do you get when you take a bunch of radio freaks, set them in front of live microphones, and let them talk about radio? Well, you get the coolest show about the radio on the radio. Broadcasting from RCO Plaza, this is Radio Connection Live, the podcast, where AM is analog, FM is king, and the smart speaker has taken the place of the terrestrial radio as the listening apparatus of choice. It's your show worldwide and we want to hear from you we're on twitter at rcl the podcast you can like us on facebook at facebook.com slash radio connection live or email us at rcl the podcast at gmail.com and now get ready to become involved in the very latest in broadcasting news entertainment and just plain fun here are the stars of our show, Preston, Tim, AJ, Ashley, Darnell, and put your hands together for our host, Mr. Jamie T. Hello, hello, radio freaks across the world and, our, and across this great old country of ours. Welcome again to Radio Connection Live, the podcast. I'm Jamie, so happy to be back for another week of great radio conversation. And the fact that I'm able to talk to you this week can only mean one thing. Yes, the RCL flagship studios are still standing. Um, for those that don't know, we uh, had, a, you know, Mother Nature decided to um, pay us a visit with a hurricane uh, last week and living in, you know, me being based out of, out of Florida, you get, you know, you get, get used to that but i am glad to say that the studio is here i'm here and that means the entire team is here and what's better than that right audience yes thank you thank you audience thank you you know somebody asked me the other day they, they hear us do the audience uh, applause here on RCL, and and they said, "Is that real? Is that canned applause?" And I'm like, "You just have to figure it out for yourself." <laughs> I never, <laughs> a good broadcaster doesn't reveal secrets. Anyway, uh, Tim is here. How you doing, Tim? If I start snoring, uh, somebody wake me up, okay? Because uh, I am running on empty today. I am definitely running on empty today. Um, wow. Just did not get any sleep last night. Uh, listen to the, yeah, all right. Listen to the Tampa Bay Ducks. That deserves <laughs> another. Thank you. Get your cues tight. Get your cues. Get your cues. All right. And uh, yeah, what a horrible game that was. Wow. Yeah, I would expect I more of that because uh, I have a I have a bad feeling about this year. Uh, what what I have been seeing over the last uh, couple of weeks uh, just uh, just reinforces the the thing that they are not a good team. And great Brady cannot possibly carry that team on his back. Uh, and uh, have have anything good happen for it. So I don't know. It's 
I, I don't see it either. I don't I don't see it either. As I was listening, at I, that I think the sad part is the fact that I have the the effects. Um, you know, I used to work with and we'll, and we'll, we'll introduce everybody else in a minute. I worked, I used to work, we worked with a guy many, many years ago at KGS Radio. His, his name was Desmond Delgadillo. We was called a, D, a Des for short. And Des had a had a had a a, a, a bank, like a sound bank kind of thing. He's he's the one that gave you the uh, Jamie's jam thing, right? Uh-huh. Yep. And yeah, I still have and, 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 we, and haven't, we haven't done a Jamie's jam in a while. Well, guess what? Well, guess what? We're gonna do that today as uh, leading into our first uh topic. So anyway, so so, yeah, so Des uh, had a, a drop, a, like a drop board. He's what he called it. Was a, it was a, it was like it was like a sound effects um, deal. An where, IR. Yeah, yeah. There you go. And An instant replay. Right. And so what? And so you know, if if we want, if, if something bad, replays. if something bad was gonna happen, we got a. <laughs> yep. Or that was on or, the instant replay. All right. Or if we had a guest, we got a, or something, or something truly earth shattering was fi- was 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 fixing to happen. We got a. So, <laughs> so. those were all on bank one of the instant <laughs> replay, and when you purchase one of those instant replays it comes loaded on bank one there yep. explain explain how that all works it is a machine that has 50 <clears throat> buttons on it we used it at uh, ele and i loved the thing it was just it was so nice to have uh, anything you wanted and we used it for commercials yeah mm-hmm. we used it for uh, commercials uh on the rest of the banks but uh, we kept bank one because it had all these cool sound effects and it was 50 push buttons, uh, five rows of 10 buttons that would go. And you had, and, and you probably had, and, and you probably brailed the ones that, you know, the, you, you know, certain, certain, certain banks. Well, certain yeah. Uh, well, what, what I did was I just put braille labels one through zero on the uh, top of it. And lined it up. Doug, Dougie helped me line up the the Dymo labels so that it would, you know, correspond. And then if I wanted to do, to find um, uh, fifteen, I'd go to the five and then go down two rows. Okay, and, so it was, uh, it, was pushed, it was it was kind of like it was kind of like your TV remote control. It's kind of like you know five that one going down. Yeah, yeah. So it's basically yeah. if you listen to the Alan Cox. Okay, if if I may come in here a little bit, and here's. Uh, just so everybody knows, I am Darnell. We're gonna introduce we're gonna introduce everybody very sh- shortly. But just so everybody knows, I am Darnell. I'm from Cleveland. Everything's going good. Um, Alan Cox. <laughs> so Alan Cox uses that too. If you listen to his show, he's from two to six thirty on WMMS, uh, an iHeart Radio station. And you can listen on other platforms. Um, the uh, so he has his own board with his own stuff too. He not only does he have has his Miami sound machine, but he also has sounds on you know his board too, like the timpani roll. I love the mm-hmm. timpani roll. Oh man, that was on there. That was on there. Yep. So yeah, that was on bank one. 
I, so, you know, anyway, you know, it's a, I, it's a fun I, machine I, to have around, and and I mean, it's just quick it was, and they're fun to play. Very with, fast. Sam. They're it's they're very fast. They're fun. They're fun to play with because. Oh yeah, they are. Yeah, I have my own little my my, my own little little effects machine here. I'm it, it's on my phone though, and uh, here and what I do is like if um now only only downside is because there's like 15 or 16 sound effects in the in the uh, um in this thing that I can that I can dig from i have hmm. to i'm not always quick on the uh, i'm not i'm not always quick on the uh, on the uptake if you will i'm not always quick on it because i got to figure out what sound <laughs> i want to use but um, <laughs> but it works it works p daddy is sometimes here. Yeah. sometimes yeah sometimes preston the p daddy gailer is here how you doing p daddy i'm doing good and busy you all did a good job with the hurricane coverage last week but yours truly has a confession to make okay and that is, well, I got a text from our content director yesterday mm -hmm. stating that, you know, listeners were complaining about the Northern Michigan real world, real world jingles got short last throat, buddy. week. <clears throat> Thank you. Yeah. The Northern well, Michigan real world jingles got short, but I did decide we will, we will replay them for you as a little yeah. extra appreciation for jingle time today. And next week, we're going to go to South Bend. To see how they do real world. You already sent me that yesterday. Oh, oh that's awesome. And and jingle so, time is coming up later on. So so if we do go over today, I apologize, but this 30-minute file deserves some recognition. Well, yeah. And if we have to, we'll uh we'll, we'll play three minutes of it and then put it on the Facebook page. Anyway, uh AJ is standing by in the newsroom. AJ. Yep. I'm here. Um, about five thirty. I'll have to go because I'll have to eat. But um, I will. I'm here. Uh, I was. I was really nervous last week because I thought, you know, this is this is a bad. This is a bad storm, and it it was a bad storm, but it wasn't as bad in my neck of the woods as. It could have been. It was it was a tropical storm well, by the time. Well, well, what, 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 what part of Daytona do you live in, AJ? Again, what part? Uh, on the beach yeah, side or uh, the 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 speed near the speedway? Near speedway. Yeah. Okay. Now I remember you mentioned that, right? <clears throat> yeah. Uh, I I mean I think they got it mostly uh, over on the beach side. Um, yeah. 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 They, they did. They We're gonna talk. And they about got that. hammered. Uh, Daytona got hammered pretty well. My cousin Larry um, I, is over there, and I wanted to get in contact. I did text him, but he didn't get back to me. So I, I hope he's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we have a lot to get to today on the program. In fact, we're going to have some of that storm coverage, including something that we didn't expect to happen. And we're going to talk about that. It has to do with something about northern Michigan. And the hurricane. Oh dear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that's why this jingle time. That's why this jingle time incorporates that. Mm -hmm. We're gonna talk about that. Also, you know, you know, um, whether whether it's a hurricane, a flood, a tropical storm, whatever the case may be, there are some pieces of tech and pieces of, 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 of engineering that every radio freak needs to have. And we're gonna talk about that today as well. Plus, we're gonna listen to some of that storm coverage. And um, I gotta tell you. Here at RCL, we don't just go off of one station. Oh, no, no, no. We get it from every angle, and that's what we did 
this week, and you're going to hear that. Radio Storm Chasers is basically what that uh, amounted to. And uh, you might might say that uh, this show today is going to blow you away. Literally. (laughs) Probably. Yeah, well, and then again, I took a break. I was waiting for you to use lot. that one. I was gave that one to you, Jamie, but I, I was waiting did, for you did, to did, use I, it. I, I, I was, so I was, I was busy getting ready for, getting ready for the next, um, um, piece of, uh, for the next, um, for the first thing I was gonna play, and that's the thing. Uh-huh. It's like, it, it, so okay, okay, okay. So give me one second. Okay, okay, give me that. Okay, okay. So I think, I think I'm ready. So give it. So. Give it, give it to me one more time, Tim. Uh, this show today, with all of our hurricane coverage and such, is going to blow you away. <laughs> I, I couldn't have planned that even better if I did it myself. Yeah. Anyway, so we're going to talk about everything that every radio freak should have. And then we're going to talk about how radio is... Yes, we're going to talk about that. We're, we're going to talk about how radio is not just a music listening toy, how it is a lifeline through storms like these. And living in Florida, I've been, I lived through enough hurricanes to know, you know, um, um, how, how, how important radio really, really is. We're going to be talking about that. And we're going to have two songs of the week coming out of the news. And I'm going to tell you why coming up. In just a moment. And actually, in Cody's contributions, we're going to do a country crossover. Mm-hmm. But, so you but, but like first, it. yeah, but first, it's time for this. And we, and we also oh, got a format change. Now we got a format change. You need to know. Oh, that's right. I almost, almost forgot. Let me get out of that. Thank you. Also today, also today, and this is my favorite part of the. Sorry, uh, sorry, uh, sorry, people. Sorry about that. Y'all, I, I hit it. I hit it uh, too early. Anyway, today on the show, we've also we also have a format change, and we're going to be talking about that coming up later on in the broadcast. But that being said, now it's officially time for this. Now the big things you from need to know from the RCL Newsplex. I'm Jamie, and these are the big things you need to know. Hurricane Ian, uh, let us just say, tore up the coast of florida this week and it left radio stations off the air quite literally but before we get into that let's talk about what radio did during the hurricane well if you were listening to an iheart media station there's a good chance you heard the tagline operation Stormwatch." that oh, is yeah. because local iheart clusters from not just tampa bay but also fort myers <laughs> and sorry soda um, we're piping in Operation Stormwatch coverage from, from sister WFLA here in the Tampa Bay area. They were literally for two days, for 57 hours, broadcasting wall-to-wall live local hurricane coverage. They actually will hear some of the story that later in the, in the show. Yep, exactly. And uh, I checked with Arenda. They're still, they're still running some coverage as of yesterday. Of yep. uh, what happened, mm-hmm. and yours truly Who's sat Renda? down. Renda, Bro- Renda Broadcasting. Yeah, I, I'm trying that. to remember what sta- what stations. Gator, what, what they own Gator Country 99.9 and Jacks and Gator oh, okay. Country 9. Yeah. Myers, they own Bob FM and Gator Country 101.9 in the mix. Mm-hmm. 
Yep. Okay. Anyway, so yours truly sat down with host Ryan Gorman. Um, he wouldn't go on it on mic with us, but he did. Uh, we talked on the phone for a couple minutes, and he and I asked him. I said, you know, what made your coverage different? And he said, because anybody anybody could you know pot up a TV station and go home, but we actually had people here in the studio uh, keeping listeners uh, abreast of what was going on, and it was calling. You could actually call in to talk to uh, on the air and, and I made my own yes. when, I, when I called in to talk about what radio did and you know Ryan uh Ryan they expected they played it they and actually they played it, played it actually that played that it. that one day yeah they clipped it and played it that uh Friday by the way thank you AJ I was used in an FLZ commercial for radio for, for, for the hurricane hey yep. all right he made and promo actually, I made and promo actually, yes he actually promo. You're, come you're on let's, where's the audience well, where's the audience okay, where's the sorry, audience? Hang on. Hang he on. made hang he on. made let promo let me let me let me let me let me let me pull it up hang on yours okay. truly was yes, an FLZ all day truly. Thursday and Friday yes yes folks yours truly made promo Yes. Good job, buddy. Thank there you. you Thank you. Thank you. I, I, I heard it. I was. I was kind of. I think you deserve on the phone. I think you deserve a double. I think you deserve a double applause. From double that. one because yes. the FLA did FLA. You made promo too. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Not only that, but I, yeah, but I was also on the Florida Roundup. Uh, commenting about radio and how it got us through uh, the hurricane. And by the way, that's a podcast. If you guys want to hear it, I'll, I'll gladly pull that audio for you um, later. Or the um, Roundup is on is in um, an Apple podcast, right? It sure is. And uh, by the way, shout I'll out check to that out. Shout out to Matthew, Matthew Matthew Petty and Melissa Ross, the two hosts. Matthew, uh, that's um, the name of a hurricane too. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And in <laughs> Um, Orlando folks would know Matthew Petty. He used to host a show called Intersection on WNFE in Orlando. And Tim knows who Melissa Ross is if you listen to WJCT. She is right. the host of First Coast Connect. And also, uh, you might want to make a note that uh, um, the Capitol Report, which is the show that our good friend Gina Jordan does, uh, was off this week. And uh, I wrote her immediately on Friday night because my Friday, yeah, my Friday night is my weekend can't start without Capital Report, you know. I mean, it's just how it is. And uh, she, she wrote me back and said uh, that what had happened is that so many of the stations were running uh, hurricane coverage. So many of their affiliates were running hurricane coverage. <laughs> they just they left the staff off. They give them a couple of days off because it didn't even touch Tallahassee. So, uh, Gina, yeah. Gina got you a know long what? weekend. She got a nice long weekend, and she was totally stressed out. But, uh, but uh, Capital Report will return next Friday uh, in its usual time at uh, six thirty. The hurricane's name was Ian. It should have been called a hurricane. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, but but let's talk about that for a second because. Um, you know, we, we talk about homes being damaged. Well, radio stations were damaged, too. In fact, there were 21 stations that were damaged across the state of Florida. And I, and I do want to run some of those numbers down, uh, down for you as well. 
Um, the um, I want to start in Fort Myers, where the stations of Sun Broadcasting and Fort Myers Broadcasting, Sun owns 93.7 WHEL and a couple other radio stations, as well as Fort Myers Broadcasting, which operates Wink FM and uh, formerly Wink News Radio 1200. And they also own uh, 92.5 Fox News in that in um, for that market. Uh, let's just say the first floor of their building was flooded by the water Ooh. and it storm actually surge. stormed by the storm surge. Yes. And not the rain, but the storm surge. Got right. Them. It, it was, it was at a point where staff who were working in the building at the time had to be, uh, um, had to be rescued. It was that bad. Um, it, and, 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 it, and, and it, it actually knocked the station off the, the all the state, their stations off the air for a couple of days uh, at 5 p.m. Eastern. In fact, it even knocked Wink TV, which is a CBS affiliate for Fort Myers, off the air. Whoa. Um, right in the middle of storm coverage. So they, wow. they were down. Now, now, now Beasley Media Group, were, were, they were piping in uh, NBC2. Uh, in Fort Myers, uh, using using their television coverage. Meanwhile, in, uh, uh, NPR stations across the state activated the Florida Public Radio Emergency Network. Shout out to uh, Randy. Uh, it was it's based in Gainesville, so shout out to Randy Wright from uh, WUFT, uh, among other uh, uh, among various UF meteorologists for keeping us all abreast as to what was going on. And um, they were broad, they were broadcasting. FPRE, uh, um, Florida Public Radio Emergency Network coverage, uh, and we will hear some of that. Mm-hmm. And we uh, we certainly I did. Will. I did end up coming to my mom's, and I will tell you what: my mom's place did not have anything in regards Yikes. to the weather. Mm-hmm. No, nothing in regards to like heavy rain or anything like that. Well, then uh, it, it, it missed it missed this area. Oops, sorry, wrong one. <laughs> there we go. It missed the entirety of Road City, Live Oak, and McAlpin right. and Gainesville. But there wasn't any like heavy rain or anything like that. The mm-hmm. that mostly stayed to the to the to the uh, to the south of right. us. Right open. now, the, now the stations of Beasley Media Group here in Tampa were broadcasting hurricane coverage uh, from a ver- from a local a local television station in both English English and Spanish. Um, the, the 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 transmitter for Wild ninety four one WLLD, which Beasley does own, <coughs> it sustains uh, was actually uh, knocked out of power. The power went out went out on that transmitter, so they had to keep it running on a, on a generator, but the power has since been restored from um, at last check. Um, but again, stations are off the air. The stations of Southern Stone Communications in Daytona Beach were off the air. Um, and that includes stations w, uh, 93.1 Coast Country, The Vibe, The Hog, Hot 94.1, WNDB, as well as WLOV FM. Those stations were all, all, were all off the air for a few days. Uh, they came back the- on uh, yesterday, as a matter yep, of fact, uh, yep, did, sometime yep, yep. yesterday morning. Uh, I tuned in early in the morning, and all they had on the hog was the carrier. The hog is the station that comes in best here uh, from all of that cluster. 
But uh, what I never was able to find out, and I, I listened to their morning show a little bit. In fact, I even recorded some of it uh, just to see what they'd say about them being off the air. And they never mentioned the fact that well, they were off the air. They, they kind of well, what time did you tune in? Sick, what time did you tune in? Hold on a second. From what time? Six o'clock till about seven thirty or so. They probably okay. When do they they do they start at six or do they start at yes. five? Yeah, they started. Okay. Well, they run. They, they run. Make- uh, st- they run old stuff uh, from a couple of days ago, from five till six. Uh, right. Pre-recorded yeah. stuff, but uh, they do the live thing starting at six. And I really expected them to say something about, hey, you know, we we were off the air for a couple of days, and this is what happened, and so forth. And I so think on. it was like, mentioned on their social media prefer- presence, and that's why they didn't mention auditorily. So yeah. So what did happen then? Well, um, good question because I don't, I don't even know. I mean, I'm, I'm, I, have to, I didn't uh, pay attention. I just listened to the iHeart stuff yeah. all week, and uh, I may need to reach out to them and ask them and ask them what happened because I mean, I mean, I mean, you're not, well, if, you're not, if they mention it on their social media, and Darnell knows this, I was asking him what what did they say on their social media. I'm I'm not following them currently right now, but I'm just saying that they may they probably may have mentioned it in social media so yeah oh i see okay they probably may have (laughs) okay yeah in other in other news and this is and this is and this was interesting uh even the stations of highlands radio group so oj 99.1 espn 1050 etc all those were down as well uh, and that was due to loss of power and loss of internet. So uh, a lot of stations were down um, during during the um, the coverage. And, and and Love FM came back uh, on uh, yesterday, and it was a little weird because I I had them on, you know, waiting for the Bucks game, and right. uh, all of a sudden. They just stopped. There was just nothing there but a dead carrier. And I'm going, uh oh, uh oh, somebody didn't program the satellite or something. But mm-hmm. uh, after about 10 or 15 minutes of silence, they joined the game uh, in progress. I think but, they uh, had to go to 98 Rock directly. But that was interesting Bravo. that uh, that they they did Bravo. not have that set up to uh, to do the game until later. In fact, I had to go to yeah. Citrus 95 for the first uh, quarter. And that's okay. That's just something that I have to. That is something I have to say. Citrus ninety five and this and the other state. Uh, that's the station I listen to, I guess. Uh, no, the news talk station in uh, Bradenton. They and 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 you can tell that they're using the ninety eight rock stuff because yes, they do have their station ID over it but you still hear that and i'm like (laughs) oh yes yeah they do that they they put that on the network uh i don't know why they put that on the network but they do because uh, i've heard it on love fm too so yeah um and 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 love fm never gets their ids they never get their ids right on those games wow you mean they never can Pitch it in right. Yeah, they don't pot it down. They don't, you know, they just run it. Wow. Whatever. In other in other news, um, and in fact, you guys, you're, you're going to hear this today. We have a format change to cover as radio station KEGL, licensed to Fort Worth slash Dallas market, uh, owned and operated by iHeartMedia, is making a format change 
um, to possibly to a hybrid sports slash hot talk format called called 97.1 The Freak. And that kicks off um, literally here. Uh, if you're hearing this live, when this is being recorded, the- you're going to hear it in about, then is my, okay. I'm in about 33 minutes here on RCL, and we will bring that to you live as it happens. Because that's yeah, and thankfully my iHeart app is running, so I'm I'm gonna be the honors of that. And by the way, that's that's freak F R E A K, not not freak as in frequency. Right. Thank 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 thanks for clarifying, AJ. So apparently, yep. Phoenix. Lost I wonder if they're going to have that morning show with what is it, Chuck the Chuck David the Chuck the Freak? Probably not. Yeah. Um, probably not because it's if it's iHeart, it's probably going to be um probably they're probably going to run Rubber's Morning Glory or well, uh, this local, is or or, 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 or local morning show. show or local morning yeah. show and yeah. and okay yeah and uh, AJ yeah. Rover. Not rubber, rover, rover. rover. That's like what I said. Rover. Rover's morning glory. Oh, okay. like rubber to me. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> in other in no. other in other news, looks like uh, Tucson lost its cool. AJ Phoenix, Phoenix, Phoenix. Phoenix. They lost its cool. Same yeah. area, <laughs> kind of. Um. Yeah, no. Phoenix, Phoenix, Arizona, ninety-four point five Cool FM, um, has. This is so weird. The day that the storm is supposed to hit Florida, I look at Radio Insight and I see P- uh, cool stunting with uh, uh, jingles in stunt mode, I thought. Oh boy, Christmas music. But what yep. they were doing... Uh, no, they, they were, were running, doing their own jingles. No, they were running sleigh bells, jingling sleigh bells with Santa Claus announcements. A big between. Santa Claus came through. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, I wish I could have on the radio so, map so, for that. So, I missed that. So Santa Santa couldn't have waited a couple uh, Santa couldn't couldn't have waited a, a couple a couple more a couple more months or a few more months or so. Yeah. No, he couldn't. But, <laughs> but I'll tell you one thing. They were running that for a couple of hours and after a couple of hours they were they were they they rebranded as big 94.5 to to, to align with the Relaunch of ninety eight point one in Philly, um, a few months back, and that, and 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 that taken is owned by what Odyssey, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. So, and what's nope. the format? It's still classic uh, hits. Classic hits. You know, and, I'm uh, you know, they're, and much, they're much ado about nothing, out. right? Yeah, basically. Right. Hmm. Basically, it's it's pretty much what that's it was. an interesting thing because that cool uh, moniker. Uh, has been in that market for years and years. As a matter of fact, I remember uh, Cool AM uh, back in the 70s, 60s and 70s, when uh, wow. I was briefly uh, on my way out to LA and uh, had to go, had to, my plane landed in Phoenix for about an hour and I got to listen to the AM for a little bit. So uh, Cool AM <coughs> was where that all started. And then, uh, of course, they brought it over the FM. Mm-hmm. So well, those are heritage. Other... Those are heritage. Uh, that's a heritage logo out there. Yep. Yes. In it other, is. Yep. In other news, WTMP has expanded to the FM dial here in Tampa. Yeah. 
That's right, audience. That's right. That's right. It, in fact, it all happened. It, it actually happened at midnight on uh, sun, uh, this past uh, Sunday at midnight Eastern. Uh, I waited with bated breath and listening to, to Dead Air for 30 minutes, but it happened where WTMP turned on its new 92.9 FM frequency that covers much of the Tampa area. Um, now, people, now, now, now um, I am, I was in contact with the folks over there at WTMP, and they're talking about maybe the addition of a few more little stations that'll pick up in other parts of the market that the signal just doesn't reach so uh people in brandon have has are having some trouble uh people in sarasota what that 102.1 that they that they were gonna put on that's it that's already on that's licensed to uh i think clearwater so people uh there can see tmp uh people here now can see tmp of course there's the am uh station um but they're talking about maybe working on a few wasn't there uh it, yeah, that was ninety seven. That was ninety seven point five. That became right. That, that yeah, became ninety seven yeah. X. Yes. So they're talking. Terry about, Motormouse Young was talking about that uh, when he was on. Mm-hmm. So uh, they're talking about the the addition of uh, one or two little stations that'll pick up where that signal kind of drops out. So, um, uh, so for those people who have, and and I was communicating with a lot of them um, over the weekend, uh, through social media. And I told him, I said, hey, listen, you know, there was a lady in Ruskin who couldn't pick it up very well. Uh, there was a, a lady in, um, I think she was in Lakeland that couldn't, that, that couldn't get it at all. <laughs> and so I had to point her, them, her to the online stream. And, um, and I told her to just do that, listen online or listen or, or whatever, or on an app of some kind. Uh, to do that, but um, TMP uh, they're trying to expand, and they may be going switch, and they may be switching to R and B. So, so are gonna, they so, are they doing that now? I mean, are, is it a gradual format switch where they're mixing the oldies and the R and B together, or are they just going to all out and out drop I the oldies for R and B? I think, and this is what uh, Howard Word, the general uh, general manager PD and PD, told me. He said, <laughs> he said they're thinking about just maybe sprinkling like adding adding r&b maybe over time um shows like the sweat hotel with keith sweat for example have have their have, have its own it has its own music so they'll probably be sprinkling it in slowly over over time uh before just taking the plunge and going full r&b um but they don't they they're still um mulling over how this format is to be executed which you generally what stations will do is they'll pick up like a syndicated morning show like steve harvey and then they'll build a format around that show or they'll pick up a nightly slow jams type show and build around that so um they're more than likely they're talking about the addition what they're talking about is having steve harvey in the morning which they already use and the sweat hotel with keith sweat at night and then you have local uh, on-air personalities to fill midday and afternoon drive. Hmm. So that's what they're, they're, they're still trying to figure out exactly how they're going to uh, execute that. And we should have, and we should know something maybe, maybe in the next couple of weeks, maybe even months. Um, so definitely be stay, stay tuned to RCL for further updates and yours truly manned up being their weather reporter. Oh boy. I, I kind of thought that is actually going to come with some questions 
uh, how often a day are you going to be doing these forecasts? Well, they're if still they well, well, right, well, well right now. Before they can put me on, they 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 want to get it sponsored first. They want they want to get a sponsor for the for the for the updates, okay. and then they're going to let me know uh, in what format they need them in. I'm 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 going to default to recording them at, recording them in in in, um, in MP3 because that's what most radio stations will play is MP3s. Um, right. So um, you know, we should I we should know something probably uh, down the road. I'm. I'm waiting to get confirmation from them. And, I was gonna uh, say, Jamie, I kind of thought you would have been like a backup voiceover, but that, that's still fine well. Too. I wanted that job, but that will require me to go to their studio and record, um, which is which is okay. But it can be kind of expensive if um, if if I'm going the Uber, Lyft, or paratransit route. So yes, yeah, they should so. have at least tried to. If they were gonna do it, you would have been bartered. Uh, I would yeah. I would have put you on bartered. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I swear. I, I I worked I worked for a company that did that. They they, they offered like barter forecast and stuff like that. But it, it wasn't like paying in cash. It was paying in, in like certificates to different businesses and stuff that supported them. And okay. yeah, I mean, I yeah, I, I actually worked for a company called Radio called the Radio Forecast Network, the same place where um, Doctor Doctor There that you hear on WDLN. Uh, is um, works out of, and they, I'm like, okay, can you pay me in cash or whatever? And they, they, oh, we, we can pay you in barter and, and like certificates and you know all that kind of crap. And you know, it didn't, it just didn't work. It works well. It worked work as well. And I was already doing weather for 24/7 Gospel, and I was doing weather for a couple other things, and right, you know, and for Play FM, and oh boy, that that that. That, that yeah. Was, also, that, um, that a little out. advice. Okay, a little advice here. Okay, mm -hmm. I want to give you a little bit of advice. Uh, should this WTMP weather fruition come, mm -hmm. I would advise you to start looking up or listening for events because you might want to, you know, forecast for anybody going to those, you know, like special events. You that know, was you actually make, that was. That was actually Tim's idea, and it got to the point where I started incorporating that. When I remember when I was at when I was at Play FM, I would do uh, I would say I would say all right, guys, the forecast for the gate again tomorrow. If you're going to that, is looking pretty darn good. We're gonna have highs in the 80s um, on uh, Sunday after uh, on Saturday afternoon, and by the time kickoff hits at 7:45 p.m., we're gonna be a little um, a little cool with lows in the upper 60s to low 70s. So. Um, I, I started looking up like what events were going on around town and I would incorporate those things into my forecasts. So that way. Yeah. Like and TV right is there. also your friend too. They might show some commercials about these events too. So yeah. Oh, sure. Oh, sure. And, and that was actually Tim's idea. And I, and Tim deserves one of these. Well, actually things. it was Heather's idea. <laughs> All right. So thank All right, you, Heather. Heather. We make you fine. Okay, no. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> All right, AJ. What else you got over there? Um, it. We, like I said, we're gonna um. Fly one hundred three point one was also down due to the storm on. Oh Wednesday. yes, it was. It was yes. Yeah, Fly was good. down. They were broadcasting content from News Six, uh, WKMG over in Orlando, which is the uh, CBS channel for them and i think it, now there were I some think they're their that, weather partner anyway so yeah. yeah now there were some stations that had no weather content at all um mostly the mostly on the christian side here in tampa the joy fm was playing their regular music with dj cut-ins and uh, spirit fm was running on autopilot 
Uh, and Black so one hundred point five FM was one of those that had no weather at all. Yeah. <laughs> so which one? Which one hundred point five? The buzz or y'all? No, Black Black one hundred point five FM. Hot hits, cool country. Impossible for yeah. AJ to see. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so and K K Country also had had no coverage at all. But then again, this thing wasn't split. Wasn't it? Wasn't even going towards Gainesville. So we're you know I'll I'll, I'll, I'll give them a pass for that one. But uh, uh, one hundred seven three, the Eagle even went out. Uh, wow. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of the station streaming was down um, for a little bit during the uh, the storm, but it did come back up though. So. Yeah, in some instances, of, the stream was up, but it sounded like you were in a room full of radio and TV stations. Like, yeah, <laughs> just wow. awkward. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, I remember that, too. That was that was really something. All yes. right. All right. Thanks, AJ. Thanks, everybody. Don't forget, we got. I know, I know you have more, but we got to move on, AJ. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we got breaking news on our Facebook page, the facebook.com slash. Radio Connection Live. You can hit us. You can hit us up on the Twitter machine at RCL the Podcast, or drop us a note RCL the Podcast at gmail.com. And don't forget Wednesday nights it's back eight seven Central. You can join us on Zoom for our Radio Connection Live Hangout meeting. Don't you dare miss it. The Radio Connection Live.
this town's been telling me I've done some things I never did. Yeah, the grapevine starts with a glass of wine and you taking a sip. Every word that you're saying is another step to my reputation and I can't take it anymore. But you've opened that door. Yeah, there's two sides to every breakup. One's a lie and one's the truth. One of them went down and one was made up. But in the end, we both lose. Why can't we meet in the middle? Call it even, call it truce. If you quit telling lies about me, I won't tell the truth about you. Talk to your ex Yeah, you told your friends You told your mama That I'm the root of all the drama But we both know why this ended Girl, I caught you red-handed Yeah, there's two sides to every breakup One's a lie and one's the truth One of them went out and one was made up But in the end, we both lose Why can't we meet in the middle? Call it tell you one thing uh ian certainly uh rocked fort myers with that hurricane uh <laughs> was there, was there, i mean was there any other song to choose for this week i mean it just uh, i know we used oh, it no. once before oh, but yeah. no they're 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 just, the i just one, no. i just had yeah. to i just had to put that in i like i i i love that one now we're gonna get back to now we, now we do have we, we actually do have a uh, a Jamie's jam coming up in just a couple of moments. But before we get into that, we're recording, we're we're recording today's program on Monday, October the third of hey guys, 2020. Uh, uh, we got the format changed soon. I gotta take this call. 
So I'll be back. Okay. Um, anyway, anyway. So, and don't forget, so, tomorrow is CB day, 10-4. Um, right. <laughs> ac- um, ac- actually, Tim, that's actually... That's actually Tim. That that was actually what I was. That's actually what I was going to get into right now. <laughs> this is Radio Connection Live. Yes, tomorrow is CB Day. Ten yes. four. Ten four back door, and of course that is right off of the WDPI Placa one hundred point five FM playlist. Mm-hmm. And because none of us, none of us is old enough to remember CB radio, I had one. I had one many, many years ago. Never could get it to work though. <laughs> I've seen it. I had a few drivers that I rode with that had it, and I've also listened to Convoy by CW McCall from 1976. So yeah. Um, mm-hmm. so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I, I think I think what's interesting is you know you, you know the people that you meet all, all over the CB radio. That's a part of life. It, it, yeah. I remember, okay, the driver that I was, and I know we're moving on, but I want to say, tell the story real quick. There was a driver I was riding with. He had his CB on. We were in Columbus. And every now and then, you'll see somebody randomly come up on the CB and they threw on some kids' record with Old McDonald. I was like, what? Oh my what? God. Where was this guy? What? <laughs> oh, oh yeah, man. We used to do stuff like that all the time. All the time. We would. I, as a matter of fact, there was a there was a lady uh, when I first got my my CB radio. There was a, a lady that owned a, a chicken place, actually, uh, and uh, she was the only one that could hear me. <laughs> because oh, wow. all I had was a little gutter mount antenna and I just I mean I just got the CB radio that first day and I had it hooked up to my 9 volt power supply because my dad wouldn't let me bring a car battery into the house for, so, for, for, obvious, for obvious reasons yeah, yeah. and so uh, I said I'm going to make this stupid thing work no matter what I mean, if I can't have battery I've, I've got a little 9 volt power supply I'll just hook it up to that so I hooked it up to the to the nine volt uh, power supply and my little gutter mount antenna sticking out the window, and I and there was just one lady that could hear me, and she was the only one that could hear me, and and her name was Chicken Lady. <laughs> oh wow! And so naturally, I dug out my sound effects tape with the chickens on it. And every time I'd talk to her, I'd key up the, the CB radio and hit the tape deck and you'd hear chickens clack, 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 in the background of everything. And I was talking to her and she just she just went crazy. She thought that was the craziest, uh, most fun thing. But, wow. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had lots of fun back in those days with CB radio. I mean, uh, you, you can't get away with stuff like that anymore. But uh, boy, yeah, you- we have a blast. Wow. Oh yeah, you can't, you can't, you can't really do that these days. I mean, although, although, although it would kind of cool if you could, though. I mean, yeah, the ham licenses—they're—they're going to be different nowadays. Now, and I mean, you know, yeah, yeah. Now, ham ham radios were much different than than uh, CB radios. No, oh, don't get me started. Wow. Oh dear. Don't get me bad. started on ham radio. <laughs> That's wow. a topic for another day. Indeed. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I can kind of see why why you'd say that because it because it was, 
I mean, I've never, I've never um, dealt with a, a ham radio before. I mean, I've, oh, I've, I was, I was a ham. I still are am, as a matter of fact, a ham, not that kind of ham. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, oh, I was a, a ham for a while uh, uh, back in my youth, back in my d- kid days, and uh, I loved it. I had a great time with it. But uh, like I say, that's a discussion for another day, and it, it would be a good topic that we could uh, bring up at some future point. But uh, right. uh, hey, the FCC hey, has screwed up the ham radio thing, and I did not hear or notice anybody talking about it during the hurricane uh bringing it back to full circle here actually um, yeah I expected, uh, you know and usually that's one of the things that the news departments you know will will jump on is amateur radio operators you know helping out um but uh i don't know if there's just uh not many people that are doing that anymore or what but um i'm you know what all right, folks. Well, we hate to break in your fun programming, but we're gonna we're gonna get ready to show you how Dallas does a format change. And I look forward to do this. That's right. We're going to listen to the format change at 97.1 The Eagle KEGL in Dallas. And we promise and we promise no copyright infringement is intended with any songs coming up today. So, right. Right. So, yes, um, indeed. Now, 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 before I now, now, before I pull this up, just to let people know that you may hear ads when the player begins to load. And that's because they keep my iHeartRadio app free for all. Amen.
97.1 The Eagle. 97.1 The Eagle. The Rock of Dallas-Fort Worth. But it wasn't always. In fact, when we turned on the power 63 years ago, the station was called KFJZ and played stuff like this. Out in the West Texas town of El Paso, I fell in love with a Mexican girl. Then in 1980, the eagle was hatched. Lots of hair bands and hairspray followed over the next several years with DJs like Billy Hayes and Kid Craddock. It's the Craddock and Company Morning Show, 97.1 KEGL, Fort Worth, Dallas, 8 o'clock. I'm Dave Craddock. I'm Evan Mitchell. By the late 80s, the Eagle was playing stuff like this. Okay. On to the 90s and grunge. Yay, the Eagle is back. Howard Stern and Russ Martin. Hi, Bill. Hey, I have sovereignty over the airspace above my house in North Dallas. How far you think your sovereignty goes straight up? Well, the uh, edge of space when things start looking kind of purple up there. You know. So uh, 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 up to purple? That may be one of the best goals ever. <laughs> Yeah. That's my house all the way to purple <laughs> Then in 2004, a programming genius decided the Eagles should go away. And we started playing this. Then this happened. Now that guy sells t-shirts out of the back of a PT Cruiser. In 2007, the Eagle was back. And so are Russ Martin, Chris Ryan, and Cindy Skull. And the Mavericks. And hitting him three on the left side of the floor, Luka Doncic. So as you can see, we have a rich tradition of doing whatever we want. So here goes. See, the best part of the Eagle wasn't just the music we played. It was the connection we made with you, our listeners. And that will continue. So if you just want the music that made the Eagle great, you can still find it at 97.1 HD2. But if you're ready for a lot more than that, Keep listening. And welcome to 97.1 The Freak. Where we say what we want. Oh, now I have to edit our Wikipedia page again. So, where were we? Oh yeah, I remember. It was 2019, December 10, and I was wrapping up my final show on KTCK, where I'd plied the craft ever since founding the station, naming it, hiring the personnel, charting the course some 26 years prior. I couldn't be a part of it anymore. It was time to step away into what and where I did not know. But as I walked out the door for the last time, I felt nothing. Strange, considering I'd made it my life for all those years, probably way more than I should have. But off we went into the great wide open, sorry, cheap cover band joke there i had no plans didn't know what i was going to do did know that whatever was next was probably not going to be in the radio game i thought that was over for me i also didn't know if i could find something else to fill that void or something to just while away the hours none of that i didn't know what i was going to do it was kind of dawning and making it even more odd. At one time, there was no place I'd rather be and no one I'd rather be with than those boys. But that was then. This is now. A new reality was dead ahead. So time passed. I did a podcast, played in my cheap cover band in pretty short order. Became strangely at ease with it all. I got a couple of feelers in radio, but nothing that I'd want to do. 
So we rocked on. A very happy retiree with an outrageous career for which I was grateful beyond belief in the rearview mirror. 2019 turned into 2020. The pandemic hit, drastically altering things for everybody. People were getting sick and dying. Somehow, I didn't either. My daughter got engaged to a young man whom I really like. I started to get my head around being pawpaw down the road and figured that was about all I was going to be henceforth. All of a sudden, a lot of things that once mattered to me didn't anymore. But somewhere along the line, I got a call from Ben Rogers of the Ben and Skin Show. Heard afternoons on KEGL. He was having a bit of a go of it as his partner and another great pal, Jeff Skin Wade, was being treated for cancer and hadn't been on the show. Ben was calling on friends to fill in, and he called on me. Though not particularly interested in doing any more radio, a chance to help a brother out took the day. I did it. I promptly heard that that didn't go over real well at the mothership. Aw, oh, too bad. At home that night, I kept thinking about my friends at the ticket who were not real pleased with things up there. The ones who had no path to move up. They felt underpaid, underappreciated. I put pen to paper. Later on, I got another call from Ben. By then, Skin was back. They invited me up for a beer. You know, just to hang out, talk, laugh a little. It's great to be able to laugh a little, right? We sat at the Lockwood Distilling Company. They talked about their plight. I told them, you know, what we ought to do is get you boys, and I'll bet there are a few other guys up there that would do it. Do you think they'd go for that at the Eagle? They looked at each other and started laughing. And I thought, oh, no, you shouldn't have said that. Stupid idea. As it turned out, they were thinking much the same thing, except bigger. They said, we need to get you together with Patrick Davis, Patrick being the Eagles programming demigod. He and I went to lunch. We hit it off immediately. One thing led to another. More meetings took place. There were phone calls, an unending flow of ideas and banter about it all. And the next thing you knew, it was a runaway train. So, what was the end game? You're about to find out. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that apparently never ends. Here is 97.1, The Freak, Dallas, and most definitely Crazy Fort Worth. subject of so much recent controversy, so much recent talk. It is finally here. The Freak 97.1 is on the air. This is the downbeat. 
The downbeat will holding for, be holding forth weekday afternoons, 3 until 7. My name is Mike Reiner. I can't tell you how happy I am to be here. That is exceeded only by how happy I am that you are here. We will be joined as part of the downbeat by my longtime soulmate and occasional lover, the great Mike Saroy. Well, well, well. Well, well, well. Looky, looky. <laughs> here comes Cookie. I'm here with the Fleet Admiral of the Trinity River Navy himself, Mike Reiner. And we're all merely your petty officers. Ooh, there's my jam. Yeah, that's you. Just a little electric six for you. All right, 25-10, Cowboys over Commanders. We're 3-1. and one. Let's get into it, Mike. QB controversy, yes or no? No. Oh, okay. I don't think so. You do don't you? Do that. The only way I think we should kick off this whole damn thing. And is I think by it's... talking Cowboys for four hours, nope. right? No. Nope. Will nope. we hit Cowboys at all today? The appropriate way to kick this thing off is you, Mike Reiner, perform an acoustic 20-minute version of The Waiting by Tom Petty. I I'm think that would be an outstanding idea. Slow. Yes. The album version. <laughs> Is the album version not yes. the one that we've been... Right, right. We just listen to the single. We need the album version. What is that, now. longer? Um, no, not really. Did you listen on the way in in your car? Oh, yeah, of course I did. Because we knew this thing was going down for a while. Right. And this was the plan. Freak songs all weekend and then the waiting all day long. See, that's the thing about this, though. When a radio station changes format, they do what we just did. In the game, this is called stunting. We've learned the term recently, stunting. Yes, we have. One of us specifically, who you'll hear from here shortly, That's was right. very entranced and enthralled by the concept of stunting. <laughs> but that's what radio stations do. They find some way to while away the hours to separate them from what they were doing, yet not give away too much as far as what they're about to do. Yeah. Meet somewhere in the middle ground there. And just and meantime, just... Have some racket on the air of some kind. I got in the car, uh, the Jeep this morning, heading this way, and I listened, and I put on uh, 97.1. And I was like, all right, I'm probably not going to listen to this the whole way. And I cranked it up. I went full volume and listened to that damn song the entire way up the tollway to our new offices here in Addison, Texas. And it was awesome. I loved it. But then you get to the office, and it's still playing at every speaker, every hallway you walk in. And I'm like, okay, all right, got it. And then what did you say? You said... Uh, Something like, I'm glad this is one of my favorite. Yeah, yeah. I was <laughs> really glad that, that that is one of my favorite Tom Petty songs. Because you're taking the beating from this song. Yeah. And to borrow a quote from Walter Conkrat, that's the way it is in Dallas with the launch of the all-new Hot Talk slash sports format at 97.1 <laughs> The Freak. Oh, By God. the way, <laughs> by the way, um, I'm looking at their head. I was just looking at their headlines, Hot Talk. We don't know what they're going to run seven, uh, seven, eight, seven p.m. till six a.m. Well, don't worry, we shall monitor that because I, I, I would say that's a favorite on my iHeart app. And by oh, the yeah. way, the oh yeah, the, yeah, I think you Google know, I mean, Rock. I, I'm I don't the kind know of if they're going to, yeah, I don't know if they're going to send notifications straight away. Uh, yeah. But yeah, you know. Well, actually, yeah. folks, you will be happy to know that the Eagle Rock stream is already on the iHeart app, and I'm sure it's going to be added to other directories that support it. So mm-hmm. you, Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, 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 Tim, you're probably not impressed with this new station because it's a hot talk format. 
what you do for the rest of your life. Yeah. You know? Okay. Wh- wh- whose TV is that? Well, AJ? I don't know. We'll we'll see what develops with this thing. Uh, That's, I'm I'm playing the same station. Okay, AJ, don't AJ, forget, AJ, AJ you, you tend to turn it up way too loud. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, I, I, it sounds like maybe they're, uh, you know, they're on the right on the right track there. Uh, I don't I don't know if we're supposed to know who these people are from previous uh, times at, at that yeah. station or, or what. <laughs> Previous, yeah, incarnations. Thank you, um, yeah, President. Incarnations, yes. But, um, but yeah, um, incarnation instant breakfasts. Uh, anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've had those before, so I think they're, I think they're doing, you know, they're, they're doing something interesting, and you know, let's just see where this goes. Um, does this mean now that Dallas Fort Worth does not have a classic rock? station yeah. available to them except for this you know hd2 thing which nobody listens to well well uh, no lone star, star 925 is is still classic rock lone star 92.5 oh, okay so yeah I, I don't know that market all that well so well <clears throat> 97.1 was more mainstream slash active rock right this okay. is um this is um this is strictly uh, classic rock. So going to be exciting. Uh, folks, do let us know what you think on our Facebook and Twitter. And what I tell people to do all the time is before you make a judgment on, on, a, on a new radio station, drink it in for a few weeks or for a couple of weeks. Let, let you, right. know, you know, really get to know the radio station. And if you like it, great. If you don't like it, well, at least you try it anyway. And that's and you know what? That's the first time I've actually heard that particular Tom Petty record. No other station, at least here, has played it. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. yeah, you know exactly, exactly. Thank you, didn't know. It's Radio Connection Live, the podcast, y'all. Get ready for some radio knowledge. In about four seconds, a teacher will begin to speak. This is Jamie's Jam. Hurricane Ian tore up the state of Florida. In fact, it's, in fact, it, I mean, I mean, several people dead, homes destroyed, businesses were ruined, and radio stations were off the air. And from and for many folks, cell service was down, internet was down, power was out. In fact, there's still people with power. In fact, half the power grid in Fort in Fort Myers had to be uh, has to be replaced and rebuilt. It could be years before before the city is back to well, at least being livable again. But in all this chaos, there was one constant that was there: radio. When power was out and phone service suffered, radio saved the day. You know, it's amazing to think that an over one hundred year old piece of engineering is still popular today. And it's crazy that it take that it took something like a hurricane to make people think seriously about having radios in their homes. When cell service was out, people turned on the radio, whether it was one in their homes or one in their cars. When people didn't know what uh, uh, who to talk to to get help, they called radio stations to get the word out. In fact, many radio companies are partnering with com- uh, with groups such as Convoy of Hope, the Red Cross, and others to give help and aid to those hardest hit by Hurricane Ian. Radio is there 
when your cell phone, your smart speaker, your computer, even the electricity is not there. And it's hard, and it's sad to say that it took that it took something like what we experienced this past week to truly make us take radio seriously. So before you go saying, well, radio is dead, radio is dying, you say that until your power goes out. Say that when you're the one sitting in the dark on a Saturday night because a hurricane hit. Say that when you're the one with no electricity, when your home is gone, when your cell service doesn't work. And then you'll be saying, just like we say every week, thank God for the radio. For Radio Connection Live and Jamie's Jam, I'm Jamie T. Amen. You know, that's Nicely a good point. Done. That's a really oh, yeah. good point. Yeah. Absolutely. Tim, your thoughts? Well, I certainly can't disagree with that, <laughs> um, especially considering the fact that, uh, you know, that's what I use most of the time is my my radio, my AM FM radio. That's, Sony is sitting over there with its uh, cassette in there in the machine and ready mm -hmm. to record whatever comes down the pike. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah. Uh, and and, you know, uh, people who people become so dependent on on all these gadgets and gizmos and, and things that that you guys have that that you know and i basically re rebel against for the most <laughs> part um and and it's you know it's good that uh, that broadcast signal coming from that transmitter you know whenever possible because we had a lot of radio stations that went down Yep. as well this time mm -hmm. but uh, but uh, what stations were there what stations were available uh i'm not crazy about uh radio stations putting television on the radio because right. as you will hear uh on our uh, upcoming uh air checks uh so much of the time they forget that they're on the radio they know they're on tv but they forget that they're on the radio and they are pointing at things and showing you things on the TV screen and so forth and so on uh, that they don't bother to tell the radio audience what they're talking about. And I find that very uh, discouraging, but uh, that happens and uh, uh, it you happened know, a lot this, this weekend. But you know, but, 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 uh, Hannah, I'm so glad that there's radio stations like, NPR stations and iHeart own stations that that I mean you know anybody could pot up a television station but they chose to have live people in the studio and to let you call in and say hey are you see are you seeing something that we're not saying you know go ahead and give us a call any comments you want to make and things like that I thought I thought that was that was really big and really exciting well the, the callers were the best part of the coverage actually because they were just sitting there blabbing <laughs> on and on and on and on about stuff uh you know and and giving you you know the the coordinates and the information that they had but they couldn't really go out in the field and you gotta feel sorry for these poor uh people at the television stations or the weather channel those are people out there human yep. being oh yeah standing out there in that weather getting plummeted uh with um you know the rain and the wind and uh, i think one of the people in the weather channel actually got blown over <laughs> on his butt are you, uh, while he was on are camera you, uh, are you sure that wasn't jim cantori 
Uh, it very well might have been actually, um, <laughs> but uh, and and you, I I also got to got to send out uh, props to the Weather Channel because they really uh, did they a great job. On, they were also on Sirius XM stream channel five twelve. Oh yeah, oh yeah, too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I heard him mention that. I heard him mention that. So, uh, but yeah, yeah. I, I mean, you can't disagree with with anything you said but, there. And but also. I Very controversial Jamie's jam there. That's so, I mean, really. Yeah. But, <laughs> you know, but, you know, time, I, what, one thing I will say is this. No matter what, no matter what the Mother Nature throws your way, there are certain things that every radio freak should have. And obviously, you know, you're going to have non-perishable food and water and whatnot else. But there's certain pieces of tech that every radio freak should have. And let's talk about a few of these. The first one. That radio isn't going to do you any good without uh, the batteries. Batteries. Yep. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yes. And if you're lucky, if you're lucky, most radios are going to run on double A. But sometimes you, you, you the radio may, may ask we'll for see something triple A. Yeah, you will. See well, the Sony a. runs on C cells, and I did not have C cells. I was out of batteries, and I was freaking out about the whole thing uh tuesday because i had no way to get out to the store and purchase them so mm -hmm. i um told uh, uh my uh, one of my neighbors about about it uh actually one of the girls who works in the uh front office of the apartment complex in which i reside and she uh said oh don't worry about that i'll get you some and sure enough uh, wednesday morning uh Somebody knocked on my door and they had my C cell batteries. So uh, I never, I, I never even uh, well, had well, to well. unpack them because we did not lose power here at all during this. But uh, you know, if if I would have needed them, I would have had them. So now, 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 Tim, what is this uh, young lady's name? I I don't know. Uh, Carol. Carol. Okay. Well, yeah. Carol. Well, well, Carol. Let's give you. Well, Carol. Let's go ahead and give you one of these things. Yes, yes. Thank you for that, Miss Carol. Now, uh, batteries are important because here's the thing. If, if the power goes out, your plug-in model radio is not going to work. Now, you, you can put... And you'll be able to hear in your wall when your uh, outlet does the click thing. So, mm -hmm. yeah, you know? Yeah, exactly. But, uh, yeah, yeah, if the power goes out, your plug-in plug model won't work. Speaking of which, number two, a portable radio. Here's the thing. If the power goes out, that also means loss of internet. It means loss mm -hmm. of Wi-Fi, and, and 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 pretty much a lot of what we use requires an internet connection to work. <laughs> Not radio, um, but you need to have. But it's best to get a few portable radios. And luck, and Tim, luckily you have two of them, two of the same model. Um, for that exact reason, if one's batteries are dead, you can always just switch over to the other to the other radio. Um, and you know, well, I wanted the C cells for my Sony because uh, that way I could continue to record, right? Right, and you never had to use them, but you know what? But hey, you know, at least you know they're there if you need them. Uh, again, you want to you wanna make sure that when you're getting your radio, make sure you know exactly what kind of uh, the kind of batteries you need. And here's the thing sometimes, and I hate to say it, Cinemager, especially with, with portable radios, your radio is going to die before you realize that it that that's what, what's going on. 
And it always seems, and it never, it always seems to happen on a Sunday night when all the stores are closed. So that's why you want to get several packs of batteries, um, you know, several uh, different different brands. It depends on what that radio will will, will need. But well, they're so darn expensive these days, man. A, a, a no. pack of batteries or a pack of uh, six Z cells. The last time I uh, uh, put new batteries in my radio was right before I left for Gainesville. And it's a good thing I did because they're uh, in Gainesville. A lot of the times I did not have power, but uh, uh, those batteries were dying quickly uh, by the time I got back here, you know, and I didn't just didn't have the, the money to replace them. A pack of uh, to outfit my uh, Sony cost me over twenty dollars the last time. Wow, back back when I was going, that pack of batteries cost you like two dollars when I was going. I right. know, right? You know, I mean, I mean, but yeah, that that. You that's know, and I always I always get the energizers. I don't buy the cheap ones because they're just not worth buying. But uh, you know, you can pay upwards of twenty twenty five bucks to to put six batteries in your radio, and then you've always got two left over. You've got because right. they don't sell them in six packs. They sell them in four packs. Mm-hmm. So you have to buy eight of the darn things, yep. you know, 10 bucks yep. for the first one, 10 bucks for the second one. And you got two batteries left over every time. Yeah. And you can't and you can't just put, you know, you can't just, you know, take out two batteries and put in two new batteries. It'll kind of work, but not for very long because then then you got to replace the whole. Well, and my grandma said this too: never mix good and bad batteries. No. So, oh, I do that all the time. <laughs> I do that all the time. I mean, I, I I make my batteries last as long as possible because oh. different uh, pieces of equipment will draw different amperages from those batteries. So uh, you may have uh, a set of batteries that don't work in one piece of equipment. Put them over in the other piece of equipment, and you'll get another month's life out of them. Oh, sure. And then you know now, now, you, now you, you you can also opt for rechargeable batteries that have a little charger thing that you buy and 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 you can go ahead and, and use those same batteries for uh, those things are more a pain than they're worth yeah they are they are yeah yes aj uh i just checked the uh, light fm and i believe oj are working now yes they are those stations were down to it and we, we mentioned that in our in our newscast all right so yeah um, i remember more. there was a before we go on there was a station, and this has nothing to do with the hurricane, but there was a station in Toronto, AM 1050. Um, the old chum, C-H-U-M. Yeah, chum, chum oldies. Uh, they dropped uh, oldies, and they went to the CP24 news, uh, which is a TV cable news service. And same thing. They did not acknowledge that they were on the radio most of the time. Oh yeah, that that's why I'm proud. That's why I'm I'm so proud of Operation Stormwatch. But we're gonna talk and about that even coming WKV, up. Even WOKV, when they run storm coverage, it's like there's a tornado warning in the area. They mm-hmm. usually use Mike Burrish, mm-hmm. um, or, or as I call him, Mike the Bird. Mike the Bird. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, so okay, so okay, so you get get batteries and get a portable radio. The only time he's yeah. really burrish is when it's really cold out. Right. <laughs> exactly. So get batteries, get that portable radio. But Tim, I guarantee there's probably something else that every radio freak 
needs to have. And that is probably going to be a backup radio. Yeah, maybe like a weather radio. But yeah, that's what's a weather radio. The weatherman can go down too, though. Oh, that's a perfect segue. Mm-hmm. A very perfect segue. And Tim, I'm, I'll let you, uh, I'll let you uh, introduce this one. Well, uh, you know, it's, it was interesting. I have never seen this ever before. Never mm-hmm. have I seen this before. But I had to go to a, do- a doctor's appointment on Tuesday. And I got in the van. And um, the lady that was driving kept flipping through the radio stations and flipping through the radio stations. And, and I told her, I says, oh, uh, you know, 104.5 WOKV is, you know, doing storm coverage. Well, right at the time that I said that, because they had been doing storm coverage all morning and it was and like this is, and, and folks, This was funny, though. This was funny. They switched, they switched off uh, to, you know, the Brian Kill Me show. But um, uh, and so she kept flipping and flipping. And, and I'm thinking, what is she doing? Why is she doing this? And all of a sudden, somehow, some way on the on their car radio that they have in that van was the weather channel. On the van, the, the NOAA weather radio channel was was on. In, and she was driving around listening to NOAA weather radio which I had Whoa. never heard of before in a car. I, I mean, I've never seen that before in my, in my life, but uh, apparently whoever made the radio put that in as a, as a factory, you know, radio, uh, mm-hmm. put the weather channel, um, the weather band on it. And uh, so we were driving around listening to the weather band. I was coming home and well, you know, I knew this was a big hurricane. I did. I did not realize, however, it was so large that it would affect people in Michigan. Believe it or not, yes, the weather band is telling me that it, this this storm is going to go to Michigan. And uh, yeah. let's uh, just run that tape there for about 45 seconds and you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. This is a tropical cyclone update. 12 p.m. position update of Ian. Radar imagery from Key West shows that the center of Ian is located over the far southeastern Gulf of Mexico. Hourly updates of Ian's position will continue as long as the eye is easily trackable by land-based radar. Summary of noon, information location, 23.2 and 83.5 W about 285 Michigan, south-southwest of Sarasota, Florida about 110 Michigan, south-southwest of the dry Tortugas maximum sustained winds, 115 miles per hour. Percent movement, north or 5 degrees at 10 miles per hour. Minimum central pressure, 963 millibars. A storm surge watch remains in effect and a tropical storm watch has been upgraded to a tropical storm watch. Hmm. Okay. Here's, yeah. here's, here's, the, here's what happened. Here's what happened. Uh, they said Michigan, but, they, uh, but it, be, what it, was be, it was so computerized that it was, it was, uh, they, it was, they were, they, the MI, you know, is the thing for miles, but because this thing was computerized, it, 
said Michigan instead of Miles. Right. And it's because they had never had to work with a screen reader before. Anybody who has worked, and it's funny because we talked about this last week mm-hmm. about NOAA Weather Radio and, and how they used uh, you know, the voices that were on the uh, NOAA Weather Radio thing. Yeah, Paul. But I thought that was hilarious that somebody mm-hmm. wrote M-I, and of course the synthesizer is going to read that as Michigan. Michigan, yeah. I mean, it's it's like a flash flood warning. Like you, you type flash and then you type FL for flood. It might say a flash Florida warning, for yeah. example. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I just thought that yeah, was how hilarious. Many of those I, how many of those warnings did y'all? How many of those warnings did y'all end up having? I know there was I, a flash flood emergency in y'all's area for a time. Um, I'm not sure. I mean, I. I oh, it was wall to wall warnings there for a while. Oh yeah, it was. It was. It was. And I, and, I know there. But I just I thought that was hilarious. I had to get that on tape, uh, <laughs> especially since because because obviously the people you know if they had written the whole word out miles, they mm-hmm. would have been okay. But because they are not familiar with screen readers. They just wrote M-I, and it naturally, it's going to read as It's going to read as Michigan, right. <laughs> right. I, I but, just thought that was but, hilarious. Yeah. So, yeah uh, but, so, so, so up now on Radio Connection Live, um, now this is literally in two parts. So we're going to run one part this week, and then next week we'll have part two. Um, and, and, you know, being here at RCO, we are again radio storm chasers. Whenever there's a big hurricane, that's what we end up doing. And Tim, let's talk about let's talk about part one, and again we'll go to part we'll, again. We'll, we'll have we'll do part two uh, next time. But let's talk about part one and what we and and where we're going uh, um, in this first uh, in this first half. Well, in this first half. Well, we've got we've got of course uh, the WFLA I hurt uh, thing. Uh, we have that. Uh, and, uh, gosh, I don't know what I put in here. I know well, there's a there's, lot, there's a lot, there's, there's a, a little, lot. um, did you listen to it? I did. I listened, I listened to, I listened to part of it, uh, yeah. uh before, just before the show. So um, a lot there's, of- there's a, there's a little bit of, uh, at the end of this, there's a little bit of WMNF talk about irresponsible radio. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Almost yeah. as irresponsible as 1025 The Bone, who actually got out, had to, I guess they had to leave their building. Yeah, because their studios were, were in an evacuation zone. Oh, okay. Why would 4th Street North be an evacuation it's, it's, zone? It's, 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 it's part of St. Petersburg. It's, they were in, I think there was Zone A or something like that, or Zone B. I forgot where they were. But um, huh. yeah, their, their studios... It's funny because is that uh, is that because they're like right like the Gandhi Bridge right is right that's, there. That's why. That's why. That's why. That makes sense. Okay, Na- that's what Na- it was. Matter of fact, our local CBS affiliate, Channel Ten, here in here in the Tampa St. Pete market, uh, they had to do the same thing. They they had to they they had to finish. They had to broadcast their stuff from, from Channel Thirty Two, which is the local independent station. So they had to broadcast from there. Wait, what, I thought they were ABC. No, uh, AJ, channel, no, AJ, that's probably your, wait, channel, wait, what, what, what was ABC, AJ? Channel 10 was like, ABC for a long ABC. time in the Tampa Bay area. Yeah, but that was, but that was a long time ago. But now CBS. it's, uh, what, 28, right? ABC is 28, yes. Yeah, right. Uh, anyway, so their studios were in an evacuation zone, and so Channel 10 had a broadcast from the studios of Channel 32, 
uh, which is the independent station, which was um, at one point it was a, it was um, it was the WBA affiliate. It was W. They started out as WTMV uh, way back in the uh, late eighties, mm-hmm. and. They used to show music videos on that channel, and they they played a lot of really good heavy metal stuff. Mm-hmm. And for a while, they were they were for a while they were WWWB because they were the new WB channel for Tampa, for Tampa until 1998, mm. when oh. Channel 38 uh, picked up the WB Network affiliation from Channel 32, which caused 232 mm. to become an, an independent station. But anyway, right. So, but anyway, so let's go ahead and enjoy some uh, some storm coverage. We're gonna start. I believe we're gonna start at FLA. I believe. So um, let's go ahead and dive in. And this is Radio Connection Live, the podcast Storm Watch Edition from the BioCell Neuropathy Pain Relief News Desk. This is iHeart Radio's Operation Storm Watch from News Radio WFLA Tampa. I'm Steve Summers, News Radio WFLA, with a Hurricane Ian update. The outlook for Tampa Bay looks somewhat different today than it did just a few days ago. Hurricane Ian now set to make landfall south of the Bay Area between Venice and Charlotte Harbor. That changes the storm surge outlook tremendously. Tampa Bay was to have life-threatening storm surge, but now that won't happen. In fact, with the eye of Ian south of here, water is actually being pulled out of Tampa Bay and its tributaries. But authorities warn that water will be back quickly, so do not go into areas normally covered by bay-related water. Because the storm surge threat is minimal for Tampa Bay, Pinellas County barrier islands are already back open. For Tampa Bay, the threat is flooding rains and strong winds that already have several thousand without power. High winds also have the Sunshine Skyway bridge closed. Ian at this hour moving north-northeast at 9 miles an hour with sustained 155-mile-an-hour winds. I'm Steve Summers, News Radio WFLA. From the Moss Nissan Traffic Center, authorities are still bracing for the impact of Hurricane Ian. Right now, we're hearing that the residents and business owners with proper documentation are allowed back onto the barrier islands of Pinellas County. That's only if you're a resident or a business owner with proper documentation. Hi, this is Bob Koshell, broadcasting from the Rude Air Conditioning Weather Center, powered by Gulf Coast Air Systems. As Hurricane Ian continues to move northeast, we will see bands of heavy torrential rain and strong winds, even the threat for tornadoes in some of those bands. And as the system tracks to the northeast, possible hurricane force winds expected east of I-75 through the evening and overnight before exiting to the north and east. We will still see gusty conditions tomorrow, but we'll see less rain and drying out for Friday and the weekend. I'm Max Defender Rate Meteorologist, Lee Spann. This report is sponsored by Wawa Sizzlies. Now, back to News Radio WFLA's Operation Stormwatch, brought to you by New South Window Solutions. It is Big Rig from Nutty Rock and Laura Diaz from Mix 100.7 with you through three. As we continue to track what they say could be the fifth strongest storm ever to hit Florida. Joining us from WCCF in Port Charlotte, Ken Lovejoy is on as you guys are, you are really under the gun right now. It looks like you are having some really severe weather there right now. Ken, what's it looking like? Well, uh, we're getting a steady 46. It looks like gusts 
I'm looking at my boss's window right now, and it looks like Gus through the parking lot got to be hitting 80, 85. Uh, wow. It's, it's pretty bad. This is, uh, we've, this building was being built out when Charlie hit at our old studios back in 2004 and wasted those studios. We've ridden out several. We rode out Irma here. This kind of the building, the way it shakes and squeaks, feels like Irma. But when you look out the window, it's uh, definitely, definitely worse. Now, at the station where you are right now, you guys obviously have emergency power. You have generators and stuff like that. It looks like most of the power is out around you down that way as I'm looking at the power maps with FPL. Um, as, as far you guys, are you going to be able to, to hunker down there and stay at the building? Does it say at this point, it's pretty much you're locked in. Uh, I've been at the building since last night. I ran home uh, at around 11 o'clock this morning just to grab a quick shower and some uh, uh, extra clothes and then came back here. So, yeah, we're hunkered down. But we've only had uh, – we're not up on the generator just yet. We've only lost power for just like a quick 5, 10 seconds, and it came right back on. So we've been wow. very lucky in that regard. That's amazing. Yeah, you know, that. we're hoping to see a little bit more of that as, as time goes on. Laura, go right ahead. No, I was just thinking, you know, to think that you – haven't lost power it's sort of mind-blowing to me yeah. we're hearing you know big rig earlier was talking about st pete you know tens of thousands of folks in st pete without power and yeah. there you are in the four yeah, Myers really area amazing. just sitting uh, pretty it truly is and and we're, we just started now again i'm in my boss's office and looking out the window the gusts really just started picking up noticeably uh we don't have any down trees yet but it's been cleaning off all the dead palm fronds yeah, this is Mother yeah. Nature's uh, definite pruning project, that's for sure. <laughs> now, when, hasn't when pruned you... any of my palm fronds <laughs> yet, and I keep staring at it out the window. <laughs> Give it time. Now, when oh, you when you went thing. when you went through Charlie there, and and I remember seeing the photos. I did not get to come down, but when our engineers were coming down to try and help, you know, get things back and get you back on air as we were trying to get things moving in a positive direction. This seems to be a completely different outcome yeah. like you're there the facility yeah. is built well you should be able to withstand this no problem that's what it sounds like yeah well the, it, you know charlie was a completely different animal it was a tight category four slash five it did a ton of wind damage but there was no storm surge ian mm. is proving i mean you you could put charlie in the eye of ian and yeah. uh it, when you see what ian's doing uh it, it's going to hang here longer uh, we are going to get a very uh, significant storm surge, particularly in the uh, Punta Gorda, Englewood areas. Uh, they're going to be severely hit. So this storm, I think, all in all, is going to do uh, probably a lot more damage than Charlie did. Wow. Yeah, I mean, it's when you look at it, just the size, you're right, the eye. Because it looked a minute ago like it was starting to shrink. But the eye wall has rejuvenated itself again and it is a nice, big, tight circle again. It looks like it's still holding at about 30 to 35 miles wide was the graphic I saw just a minute ago that they measured yeah. with the radar. So it's, yeah, it is. Because it was only, I think it was five miles wide was the eye of Charlie, if I'm not mistaken. It was like a bandsaw that would go through there. Yeah, yeah. And it was moving, as, as I recall, it was moving at close to 20 to 25 yeah. miles an hour. So it came in really quick blew everything away but it was moving so fast that there was no real storm surge uh but again this this what's it moving at nine miles an hour nine mile an hour it's been hovering at nine or ten which they thought it was going to drop to like four or five so the positive thing is at least it's still moving yeah. faster than they thought yeah, because yeah, the quicker <laughs> yeah the sooner it gets out of here the better but uh, we're going to be looking 
at uh, uh, heavy heavy winds, and then the uh, storm surge is going to pick up here in a little bit, and we're looking at dealing with this for another five hours. And wow. Ken Lovejoy is on with us from one of our sister stations in the iHeart Media cluster in Port Charlotte, and and dealing and and literally riding it out is the eye is is oh so close. Are you now? Is the eye south of you where you are? It's it, just a bit. It's just to the south. The wall, the eye wall, is coming up on. In fact, when I look up in the sky, I can I can see it lighter uh, uh, as I look to the south uh, west. So yeah, it is. Uh, it's coming. What's going to be really impressive, and I remember it from Irma, I think it was Irma, maybe it wasn't, but one of our storms, there were people who walked outside to take the shot of the eye wall as it passed yeah. over, and just yeah. it just looks like this monstrous Roman Colosseum of white clouds. It's, it, it, it's like nothing I, I can ever imagine seeing before my very eyes, so, so pictures quiet. is the only way. Yeah, and quiet, yeah, yeah. wow. Because right now, if I open, if I go to the front door and open, it sounds like a freight train run, running through. Wow. That's wow. never, I mean, those of us who've lived through tornadoes before, you know that sound all too well, and it usually lasts a couple of minutes, not hours upon hours. <laughs> Unreal. Yeah. Ken, thank you so much for your time, my friend. We yes, wish you safety you and everything, and uh, and I'm, I'm sure we're going to check in back, back in with you again at some point, but uh, thank you Look so much for taking the time. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. All right. So we are providing coverage up and down this coast, uh, all throughout the, the country on our iHeartRadio app. We have people listening all around the world. Mm-hmm. All right. So we've got to head to a break here as we uh, wind up towards our 3 o'clock hour. Just a quick radar update. Again, really heavy rainfall, massive thunderstorm activity on the north and the northwest side of the eye wall as it is moving well in now over Fort Myers. It really looks like the eye is almost drifting east now. Not even a northern pattern. It looks almost just due east. So it'll be interesting at 5 if we do see an updated track on the track across the state because this thing has just been wobbling everywhere. It's Big Rig from Dunning Rockets. Laura Diaz from Mix 100.7. Quick break. It's Operation Stormwatch on News Radio WFLA. When a storm threatens Tampa Bay, tune into Operation Stormwatch on News Radio WFLA. We'll help keep you and your family safe. Stay here for the latest news and information on any storm. Brought to you by New South Windows Solutions. The following is an important message from Florida Power and Light. That's Serta with a C. Portions of the following program were pre-recorded. WFLA Tampa, WMTX Tampa, WSRZ Sarasota, WCTQ Venice. This is iHeartRadio's Operation Stormwatch from News Radio WFLA Tampa. Hurricane Ian packing 155 mile per hour winds as it hits Florida's west coast. National Hurricane Center acting director Jamie Rome says a devastating event is unfolding. You can see the surge coming up quickly, already in major flood status, which is what this purple area denotes, and it's only going to get worse. This is probably only a fraction of what they're going to get in this portion of the state. Storm surge already being seen in the Naples area where streets are flooded. Cars are nearly submerged, up to 18 feet of surge being forecast in some areas. Operation Stormwatch on News Radio WFLA, brought to you by New South Windows Solutions. This is live and local Operation Stormwatch coverage on our stations all across the state of Florida, including the Tampa Bay area, Sarasota, and Fort Myers, as Hurricane Ian bears down on the southwest coast of our state. We have a lot to get to over the course of the next couple of hours. We're going to stay with you 
through the duration of this storm. And then, of course, we'll be with you in the aftermath of it all as well. I'm Ryan Gorman with Aaron Jacobson, James Berlander, Katie Pacino, and our entire Operation Stormwatch team, 800-969-9352. We're, we're especially focused on you know the Naples area, the Fort Myers area, Port Charlotte, Venice. That's where the storm is hitting. I mean, I'm looking at Northport right now, Englewood, uh, I mean the the images on the radar. It just it you're getting hit with the eye wall right now. So let me go to uh, some of our great listeners. We really appreciate you calling. We're not going to keep you on long because we want you to preserve battery life, but we do want to get a sense as to what's happening in your area. We'll start with Terry in Nokomis now. Uh, Terry, thanks so much for taking a moment to call us. What are you experiencing? Hi, we are on um, Bayshore, almost across the street from Casey Key, and we have, we're on the intercoastal. We have whiteout conditions. Um, I'm guessing the winds are 85 plus with gusts even higher. Um, there's, looks like breaking waves in the intercoastal. It doesn't look like the water's come up yet. I can't tell which way it's moving. Um, we have trees down. Mm. We have no power. Um, when did conditions like really start to deteriorate in your area? Probably about 30 minutes ago. Yeah. The wind started ramping up, and we noticed, um, like, whiteout rain. Like, we couldn't see from our our house across the KCK. Yeah, and we just saw, um, actually, I, in your area, those gusts are now over uh, 100 miles per hour. So, absolutely serious, uh, the, the intense action you're getting over there. That's B-A-B-B-E-L dot com. 102.5 The Bone. Real Raw Radio. WHPT, Sarasota, Tampa, St. Pete. And 107.3 WXGLHD2, St. Pete. Live from the Weathertight Windows Studio. Unique opinions, compelling conversation, and the best in afternoon entertainment. Now, the conversation continues. It's time for John's Choice on Drew Garabo Live. Oh, yeah. Those of you down in Northport, the Northport Police... I would like to reinforce to those of you who live in areas that traditionally traditionally flood, like Woodland Estates, Northport Estates, and anywhere along the Myakahatchee Creek or on a canal, you can expect to experience major impacts. Areas that have flooded in the past will be affected in a manner that is more severe than what you've ever experienced before. Many local roadways are already flooded, and more flooding is expected over the coming days following heavy and sustained rainfall. Please stay off the roads, avoid standing water, and continue to shelter in place. I am Drew Garabo. Thanks to John Brennan, we are able to bring you live and local storm coverage for a couple more minutes anyway, and then we'll kick things over to our good partners over at Fox 13, including Paul Delegato, who will keep you... Uh, informed, aware, and vigilant uh, as we saw the storm come aground a short while ago in the Sanibel Captiva area. Those of you in the Fort Myers Beach area, the Naples area, and uh, parts south of us, uh, you've already seen the flooding. You've already seen the storm surge. 
You may not have seen the worst of it yet, um, but you will make it through this. I like uh, do we yeah, have I'm any smart. more people that we want to talk to, John Brennan? No, we don't want to talk to any of these people. All right. Uh, then, you know, I'm with you in that we should uh, we should turn things over there. And um, I think I think we've provided a tremendous service for people today. I hope we have anyway. And I definitely appreciate you pitching in for that. That was very nice of and you. And the plan is to be back as early as we possibly can. You know, this is this is getting into the thick of it. We, again, are turning it over to professionals that we, we'll keep you updated and we will be on the air giving you update updates with our partners uh throughout the duration um so make sure that you keep listening and follow us we'll, we'll send out push notifications as much as possible um anything that i could do remotely i will uh i will work on that but we are being i think we are being told to leave the building so okay <laughs> <laughs> or something to that degree so we've we've been on as long as possible yep we did it. Thank you, John. And uh, thanks to Corey Cardinal. Thanks to John Senning for joining us. And uh, we'll be live and local as soon as we can. Uh, always hit us up on uh, social media if you need to. And uh, we'll return when we can return. Thank you for making us your choice during extreme storms. We are 1025 The Bone. You're listening to Drew Garabo live on 1025 The Bone. Now, the latest from the Fox 13 Weather Center concerning Hurricane Ian. From the Fox 13 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Dave Osterberg. And this morning, unfortunately, Hurricane Ian is almost a Category 5 hurricane. WHPT, Sarasota, Tampa, St. Pete. And 107.3 WXGLHD2, St. Pete. Live from the WeatherTight Windows Studio. Now, the latest from the Fox 13 Weather Center concerning Hurricane Ian. Coming from Polk County's Emergency Operations Center there. That was our Craig Patrick, by the way, throwing all those questions at him. Q100 and 580s and more Google Chrome able to rescue you during the storm. And so, like I said, um, the conditions have deteriorated and they're going to continue to get worse this afternoon and this evening. As we, as the conditions continue to change, I will keep you updated. Live in Lakeland, Rebecca Petit, ABC Action News. Okay, Rebecca, thank you. Turning now to the governor's comments earlier, saying, quote, this is going to be a rough patch. Governor Ron DeSantis saying that this afternoon as Hurricane Ian made landfall, bringing high water, historic flooding, and of course, powerful winds to Southwest Florida. Our Capitol reporter Farah Saunders has the latest from state officials at the Emergency Operations Center in Tallahassee. A lot of eyes here at the EOC glued to monitors, televisions as Ian is making landfall. And by the way, uh, if you still have, you know, your, your phone, it doesn't lose power. If you use the iHeartRadio app, you can get any of these channels. So you might say, oh, I don't have an old school radio. I can't listen to you when the power goes out. Well, you can if you have the iHeartRadio app uh, to uh, listen to any of these radio stations. 99.5 WQIK, 98.7 The Shark, 92.5 Maxima. Q105, Wild 94.1, and Talk 1010 AM. Dennis? All right, yeah, Dennis, I wanted to just mention real quick that uh, as you as you talked about, the storm is actually moving faster than initially thought, right? Mm -hmm. So it will be through our state, what, through Thursday night? By tomorrow afternoon. Oh, wow. Yeah, I mean, a big change, you're right. And by the way, just following up on what Jameson said, too, you can also download our app and actually watch us right on through the coverage. And you go to abcactionnews.com forward slash apps, A-P-P-S, abcactionnews.com forward slash apps, A-P-P-S, and you literally 
on your phone. You can watch us. You can see what's going on here as we continue to track a, a pretty powerful storm. But these numbers sometimes can be a little misleading to folks because 145 mile an hour winds, you look at that and you say, well, is that the whole picture? No, it's a very, very small part of it right around the eye. The overwhelming majority of the winds around here are probably between about maybe 40 and 70 miles an hour. Right along the eye wall is where the bulk of the heaviest winds are, and that's why we still have this extreme wind warning in the purple area from Arcadia over to Sarasota down to Fort Myers. The area really hasn't moved much in the last couple of hours in terms of where the highest risk is. I just found out about WMNF from a fellow co-worker. We both work in the garden center at a local Lowe's here in Auburndale, Florida. Uh, he and his wife moved here a couple of years ago, but somehow got hip to WMNF and said that you're one of the hottest stations in town. Yeah. Thank you very much, Tammy. That's super nice of you to say. Uh, we also have Pam saying, you women rock. Thank you for the hurricane party. This is definitely a hurricane party, <laughs> if I do say so myself. We're dancing big time <laughs> in the studio. We're sure. playing vinyl. I mean, pish. You We're having hit a great it. time. You hit it, Sam. Thank you. Yeah, just stay hunkered down wherever you are, and we will have updates, like Randy was saying, either from the Florida Public Radio Emergency Network or from our very own Sean Canan in our news department um, as it comes. So uh, in the meantime, we'll play some music um, just to make sure that you have a little bit of that oasis away from the stress, yeah, and so then the moment we have information, we'll give it to you. So let's tell people what we, what we have queued up, right? You've got The Clash queued up. Yeah, actually, though, like what's awesome about this Clash song, yeah. I'll play it next. It's um, essentially it's a different reggae version of Rock the Casbah, and it was originally recorded during the Rock the Casbah album sessions back in the 80s, but it wasn't released until earlier this year. So this is Whoa. brand new Clash, essentially. Brand new from the 80s. Yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> Honestly, <me>. <laughs> just <laughs> like brand you, Randy. New from the 80s. <laughs> Here it is. <laughs> You know, a storm that's making landfall along the southwest coast of Florida, heading very, well, let's say at a slow to moderate pace to the northeast. You would expect the heaviest rains to be on the side where they are right now. But you really have to think this through. And one thing that we have to help us think this through are the computer models, are the hurricane models. And that's where we're seeing the strip of the heaviest stuff. You're listening to the Florida Public Radio Emergency Network. My name is Randy Wright, and we will continue to provide you coverage of Category 4 Hurricane Ian. I'm Jessica Mazaros, joined by Stephanie Colombini. This is WUSF Tampa and WSMR Sarasota. We are here with all of the updates for you. A second landfall has recently occurred. Uh, you know, originally the first landfall was on uh, the barrier island in Kaya Costa. Now, a second landfall on the mainland. Stay with us for all the latest updates here on your NPR station. And we do have an update that nearly 900,000 people in Florida are now without power as Ian makes its way through the state, affecting people all over Florida. And, you know, Duke Energy is preparing its crews at the villages in Sumter County to get power back on throughout the region after Hurricane Ian passes. Spokesperson Heather Danenhauer says a variety of workers are ready for cleanup and power restoration. In all, about 6,000 workers that will be at this 80-acre site here, and it's a variety of different skill sets, line workers, tree trimmers, damage assessor support staff, all ready to roll 
when it's safe to do so after the hurricane passes through the service territory. And while every truck may not have the Duke Energy logo, Dana Hauer says Duke Energy officials will be on the ground working to bring the lights back on. Representatives from all over the United States are waiting at that village's stationing area and they're ready to get to work when it's safe. Yeah, and coming up on uh, All Things Considered, NPR's Juana Summers talks with Punta Gorda Mayor Lynn Matthews about how the city is preparing for Hurricane Ian. Definitely stay with us for that conversation. And we want to know what you're seeing and experiencing as Hurricane Ian crosses our state. Are you seeing flooding, downed power lines, or debris? You can send us a voice memo and share your story through our mobile app. We have instructions in the Your Voices section of our website, wusfnews.org. A lot more updates to come throughout the evening. Checking in with that Punta Gorda mayor. We'll hear from a reporter in Sarasota about what the situation is like in that county. You know, we had heard earlier this afternoon that winds were really picking up past tropical storm level. And that means first responders in the area have stopped responding to calls for their own safety. And as winds grow stronger to the north, the area uh, that first responders can respond to is going to continue to shrink. So we will be on top of that. We'll let you know. Uh, you know, stay safe. Do not leave your homes right now if you're in those communities with that dangerous level of wind. And stay tuned to WUSF and WSMR for more updates from the news team, from the Florida Public Radio Emergency Network, and from NPR during All Things Considered. Thanks for listening, and we will be here for you throughout the night. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Jack Spear. And there you have it, a little trip up and down the Tampa Bay radio dial from uh, several hundred miles away. Yes, <laughs> thanks yes. To, we, thanks yes. to the uh, Internet. But uh, Let, I thought, you know, I was looking for live coverage and I couldn't find much. I mean, all I could find was the, you know, was the TV. Every station I click on would be TV, TV, TV. Nobody's doing anything local. Nobody's doing anything live. So, right. uh, anyway, yeah, that's yeah, what it, I yeah, caught. It, and yeah, it's it's a good thing. And that, we, believe me, man, that was a an editing job that uh, I would never want to have to do again. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, well, but the that, that editing took me. It when took me a couple of days to do the editing on on that. I probably have, and and there's a file that I didn't even put in uh, because we just don't have time for it. But uh, I probably recorded somewhere between eight and ten hours of hurricane coverage, and then I had to edit that down into that little you know twenty what was twenty four minute piece. Yeah, twenty four minute. Yeah. Yeah, and we'll whatever. and 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 we're gonna and you'll hear more uh, next time we get together here on Radio Connection, like because there's still plenty more. I want to uh, I want to say something real quick, and then I'm gonna mute real quick because my grandma went to the store and the dog is barking as you hear. Uh, but uh, the uh, the thing is, is when they're in the evacuation show zones, when they're told to leave, they're told to leave, and they had no other choice but to pot in the TV station. Some of them did. So uh, yes. yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Same Someone. with that's that's the same with anybody though. If you're told and little advice on on uh, non radio oriented stuff, if you're told to evac, if you're in an evacuation zone and you're told to evacuate, you evacuate. 
You don't now, right. sit and wait. Now, now here's, here's the thing. No one's going to come get you. No one's going to drag you out of your house kicking and screaming. It's kind of like, I can tell you to quit drinking, but I'm but, but I can't, you know, drag you to AA meetings, basically. It's kind of like yeah, that. If you, basically, yeah. Hey, I got a beer right here. Yeah, evacuate, okay. Yeah, if you don't evacuate... <laughs> You're risking you're risking your own life and the lives of others. Yes, indeed. But it doesn't That's make why... sense to me because the the, the 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 damn thing wasn't even in that St. Pete area. It was not even come close to Fourth Street North. Yeah, I, but and of course, yeah. you know, Jamie and I have the advantage of knowing the Tampa Bay area so well. Uh, oh, yeah. But, uh, you know, but but uh, it just did not make sense to me why they would evacuate that building. That building is I mean, building's not going to be uh, not not going to be bothered by that. They're not going to get storm surge or anything like that on, you know, sure. unless unless, like I said, unless it was like because they're fairly close to the Gandhi Bridge. But even then, it was so far to the south of them that evacuating that building does just doesn't make any sense. That's true. That's actually, that's actually yeah. true. Because still- now, did I miss anything? Was there anything else going on in the market that, uh, that I missed as far as live radio coverage? I don't think so. Cause I was monitoring all my iHeart app last week. So yes. that's, that's I know, what I used for I know coverage. Cox, I know Cox Media Orlando was also doing coverage, but uh, from but well, we will have that next week. Yes, yes, we will. We we we, we will have that uh, on our um, um, on our next program. But I mean, but everything else was was tele was television coverage, and then eventually when they when they were when it was safe for them to come back in the studio, they went ahead and just re and, and had. And they started having um, live DJs back in the studio again. I want I want to play you a clip of um, it, um of, of this is from this past week's Florida Roundup, and they were talking about <clears throat> they were talking about uh, the hurricane and um and 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 uh, among other things. And um, I know a lot about that because I what you're gonna hear is my call on. The Florida Roundup talking and, and congratulating them and congratulating the Florida Public Radio Emergency Network. It's RCL. So um, some things like light poles have been mm-hmm. back ordered for a whole year. So those are all concerns right now. Well, let's um, get a call in here. Uh, Jamie is calling from Tampa. Uh, Jamie, you're on the air. What's on your mind? Hey, Matt. Hey, Melissa. How are you guys today? Good. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for thanks for having me. Thanks for taking my call. I gotta say, uh, I live in Temple Terrace, and by some miracle, we still have power. We still have lights. Um, and I got and I want to thank you guys, Florida Public Radio Emergency Network, for keeping us informed. I mean, it's amazing. And Melissa and Matt, I think you guys know what I'm talking about when I say it that in that in over a hundred year old technology like called radio, we don't think about we don't think about it too much until you're the one sitting in the dark or you're the one without electricity. And then that radio is not just a music listening toy anymore. Mm-hmm. It is a lifeline. And you guys were on top of everything. I didn't have to worry about it. I knew what station to go to and not just for Tampa, but for the whole state. And you guys should be really proud of what you guys were able to do. You, Melissa and you, Matt. And 
uh, what, what what the stations all did to keep us to keep us all, all updated, even through a hurricane. Right. And I know, and I imagine many were running off generator power for, and, mm-hmm. and, and probably still are. But right, it's amazing right. that it that an over one hundred year old piece of technology <laughs> is just as relevant today as, mm. as as it's ever been. And and, and yep. I just can't think he has enough of what you did. Jamie, thanks uh, so much for your call, and thanks for your your kind words. Um, just a reminder too, you can send us a tweet. We're at Florida Roundup. Give us a call three zero five nine nine five eighteen hundred. Want to hear your experiences of Hurricane Ian? And uh, a reminder too, the Florida Storms app, uh, our caller Jamie was mentioning, you can find that um, anywhere you get your apps. A good way to keep up uh, with storm information through the Florida Public Radio Emergency Network. Uh, Kerry Sheridan, caller there, very happy for the the power of radio. Um, Are you kind of hearing similar things? People able to sort of stay connected even though they're without power and and, uh, missing out on some other kind of critical things as they recover? Yeah, I, I I appreciate that caller. Of course, this is what we do, Matthew. We we provide information to the public, and especially in a storm situation, it becomes even more critical uh, that people be reminded of things like make sure that your generator is in a safe place, make sure it's not in your garage, make sure it's not got a cord running through water. Mm-hmm. Some of the things in the aftermath of storms, the emergency officials we heard from this morning at the governor's press conference just reminding people that many fatalities happen after a storm, too, that uh, we need to be safe and cautious. Traffic accidents are another issue. When lights go out, um, people don't know that they're supposed to act as if it's a four-way stop. Right. And that's a little clip of me on the Florida Roundup. And you, and you can hear the entire program as a podcast just in your app store or our podcasting app. Just search Florida Roundup. And once again, uh, Capitol Report was not on on Friday because uh, there were so many uh, 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 NPR stations uh, doing uh, that sort of thing, that uh, hurricane coverage. So uh, no Florida Roundup this uh, past week, but it will be back on Friday. Capitol Report, Tim, Capitol Report, not Florida. Capitol Report, I'm sorry, yeah, Capitol Report with with, uh, Gina. And Tom Flanagan. Great. Although, I, although... If Gina ever starts hosting Capital Report, then I'll be then I'll be happy. Then if, if she starts, if they decide that they're going to give her the job of hosting Capital Report, then no, that will not happen. Uh, Lynn Hatter well, is uh, would be the host uh, of of the show. Should uh, uh, Tom not be able to do that, and he is not in the best of health, so yeah. Yeah, this is Radio Connection Live. And again, uh, again, uh, much love to the Florida Public Radio Emergency Network, uh, iHeartMedia and Operation Stormwatch. Um, um, yeah, w- w- they mentioned WSMR in that uh, clip. Mm-hmm. Uh, WSMR, they're in Sarasota. Sarasota. Yep. But they don't they're not WUSF. They are a, they, let me, let me tell you what happened with that. So back in 2020, they used to be a a Christian station. Yeah. I was just getting that. They were owned by Northwestern college of Roseville, Minnesota. And, um, they were sold. They had a really cool chick doing afternoon drive named Sandy. Well, yeah, well, she, Sandy's actually, she's on the joy FM now. Um, and she does, she's, she heads up the, uh, the joy, the joy FM, uh, street team. And she's also a fill-in host and a weekend DJ on the on that station. I talked to her. I talked to her. It's really sweet, really sweet lady. Um, 
And SMR was purchased by WUSF. Um, and this is when NPR stations were starting to, and Preston, I don't know how long ago this was, but several NPR stations across the country started buying a second station. So one station would have the NPR news and talk programming on it, while the other station would have um, either classical music or whatever music that station wanted. So yeah, I that, think it's been going on for quite some time because uh, as far as Baltimore is concerned, I can tell you WTMD, the people who uh, run it from Towson University, I think they, they, they still run it, but now WYPR, I guess, bought them. Mm-hmm. So I think the university still have a, has a relationship with them. Yeah. But I saw something last year on Radio Inside saying that it was acquired by YPR. Yeah, well, they have a pretty good signal down there at WSMR because uh, from time to time, uh, WUFT here, they're they're both at eighty nine one, right? Uh, no, uh, that's uh, eighty nine one, eighty nine one. You're right, you're right. You're right. I'm sorry. Yeah, right. yeah eighty nine one, and uh, <clears throat> from time to time, uh, UFT will fade out, and WSMR will come in, and I'll hear classical music uh, uh, accompanying my npr programs so yeah <laughs> yeah i mean I, I, I gotta give some love to some of the djs at smr uh, russell gant for example uh who's been there forever uh bethany cahill well, that's a satellite service isn't it no this is a no that this that no this is a local station they do use classical 24 overnights but everything else is locally done so russell gant is, is a local a, host is there a 24 7 uh, stream for classical 24 uh there is lo- yeah there is a lot of stations also present it full-time on their hd2 sub channels so oh, yeah. uh russell gant works at works what's, out the at difference? what's the what's the difference well c24 as most as usually sorted into uh c so c24 is is one of those network it's it's kind of a white label service in other words they don't tell nothing tells listeners that they're hearing C24, only the host's name is given. Yes. Um, and C24 uses live hosts rather than rather than uh, voice tracking. Now there's a part of the Why network- didn't they, I don't understand it because classical music is supposed to be like a kind of relaxing thing. It is. Uh, why didn't they like like why didn't they put music on in between weather cut-ins for that station? They did. They did. Yeah. Oh. So, so I mean, I think I'm pretty sure if you're if you're a classical station and you got a hurricane on top of you, you should still be able to run classical music to help people de-stress a little bit. Well, yeah, they, well yeah, that's I mean, a, you can. Yeah, uh, no, can. no, no, because their signal is in sorry in 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 sorry soda, and so as a result, they're going to reach that market better than W uh, USF would. One of the things you'll figure out uh, in our next uh, uh, installment of that is yeah, what ra- what happens to radio when you have a hurricane. And because of all the, the wind and the storms and the clouds and what have you, you, your radio will be very fluctuating. It will come in clear for a few seconds and then fade and then come back and fade and come back and fade. And uh, I've noticed that in uh, all the different hurricanes, when there's a, a big storm like that, a big front like that, uh, oh, yeah. it plays havoc 
with the radio signals. So you, they wanted they wanted to have a signal down there uh, right in the midst of where it was going on as best they could. And having the the power that they I don't know what what is SMR's. Um, it's uh, uh, I think it's fifty five thousand watts. Let me let me. Wow. Well, they've got, they must have a heck of a tower because as I said, they get in here once in a while all the way up here. So, uh, yeah, but, let me, uh, yeah. Well, um, but that's yeah. the reason they would do that. That's why they would not run classical music, uh, during a storm like that, because, uh, you know, they wanted to, to cover that area with an NPR affiliate. And that was pretty much the closest thing they had. Is that, would that be a correct observation, uh, Jamie? Uh, I think, um, um, I think it would be because I mean I mean because here because here here here, here let me t- let me tell you what happened. So when when they when they acquired when 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 USF acquired the WSMR license and, t- and signal and things like that, they also acquired a fill-in translator at uh, one hundred three point nine that would serve the Tampa side of things. Now oh, I did not know that. Yes. Yeah, so the, they'll often say classic WSMR 89, um, 89.1 and 103.9. Wow. That's kind of cool. Cause that's first... kind of like what, what Gainesville was because Gainesville has uh, the, the classical uh, translator up there that covers at yep. 102.7. And by the way, mm-hmm. folks, those translators aren't required to identify alleys. They, they identify uh, a few times a day now. I don't know when. Yeah, that it's like I think it's thing. like seven o'clock in the morning, one p.m. in the afternoon, and then I think four p.m. in the afternoon. And it's whenever yeah, four or five. To, I know. To, I was yeah, in that's Denver, right. They, mm-hmm. they did that. So. Yeah. Exactly. So. So. And this I'm, qualifies. I'm. I'm going to say something real quick too. Now that everything has calmed down here and my grandparents are back, um, uh, that. Uh, <clears throat> Uh, I read something in the FCC report. I didn't read it all because uh, obviously the membership level was different, but I, so I couldn't read it all. Uh, but they are requiring that, uh, you know, the, the EAS, the emergency alert system. Um, I don't know if AJ saw this, but uh, they are requiring that it be, I don't know, broadcasted or uh, rebroadcasted over the, the internet. Or something. Yeah, yeah, I, I I saw that, and so basically, and that means if you're listening over the internet stream, you should hear EAS uh, updates. Hey, funny enough, I was uh, listening to Charleston coverage on Friday, and when I turned on Y1025, that's what I heard. EAS. Oh, they so just, t- they just had the what was it? They just had the warning come up. Then apparently, when I tuned in, it was actually going on. And wow. I have to admit, I, I was negligent in my duties on that. Uh, I, by the time it hit Charleston, I was so sick of hurricane coverage. I did not check out the Charleston stuff. And I should have done that. But uh, at any rate, uh, we won't well, get any they're Charleston. Using, they're using Stormwatch uh, up there. They, they wanted people to call in or leave open mic messages on the on the app. So Rick Rush and everybody did yeah, a good job. You would have heard that. a lot of interesting, Southern accents. Interesting. A lot of southern accents there. Yep. So, yeah. And and did you and, and it was interesting when we did that channel ten thing where uh, um, where uh, one hundred two five was one no uh, Q one hundred five went. 
Q105 went to channel 10, right? I'm sorry, right. what? Right. Q105 went to channel Q105 10. Q105 was yeah. ABC yeah. Action News. ABC oh, Action News, yeah. ABC Action News, yeah. Yeah, okay. Did you notice that the, it sounded like they had reverb? Yeah. Uh, I, did not, I did not mix reverb into that. That was how they were broadcasting. And they, I don't know why they had reverb. I think their station, the, one of the stations you were hearing, had reverb there, not so much the TV. No, Q105 does not have reverb. Normally, no. Well, yeah, it was like Jamie uh, was listening on this the was like their side. studio. Ten. Yeah, I was listening. Uh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I um, a lot of television stations are broadcasting with reverb in in you know when you when you hear the news people talking or the meteorologist whatever you, you, you can hear that bit of uh, no reverb. i just think that was the the ambience of the room actually yeah that's yeah what they were broadcasting from it's the ambience of the uh weather center and uh studio and everything so yeah oh yeah tim smr is fifty four thousand watts oh okay well they do they do pretty well then they they cover a lot of the state yeah, they have um they have some great DJs over there. Uh, Russell Gant, um, Bethany Cagle, Tyler Klein, um, Colin Cook used to work over there, but she left. Hmm. Um, I'm expecting now. I'm expecting a Hurricane Ian snap judgment story. I'm expecting that now. Oh yeah, um, I I love hmm. the I I love the production that is in snap judgment honestly i'm a big fan of that mm. before we really what it, happened what mm. happened the, the last hurricane the one that hit uh puerto rico mm-hmm. um what was the name of that one uh fiona f fiona fiona, fiona. yeah what yeah. okay and then we got hurricane ian what happened yep. to the g and the h um, uh, the GNEH no stayed out to sea. Those storms stayed out to sea. Oh, okay. Because I never heard. Okay. I never heard what the G name or the H name was. I'm. Uh, I'm waiting, yeah, of course, for Gaston, Hurricane Heather, Gaston, because that would just be too Gaston funny. Gaston and <laughs> Gaston and Hermine. Oh, okay. okay, so those were out in sea. That's why they okay. never. They never were Thank in you. the United States. Thank you. Right. It's Radio Connection Live. And before we go today, now, of course, you know, the jingles, well, the, we're going to, we're going to, because that's a 30 minute piece. We're going to have that as a feature Friday later on this week. So, so, Rat we're not Michelle, gonna, Jamie, yeah. if you want, I I can send you the link again. I'm sure there's a way to download it. Uh, actually, Preston, I'll, I'm all, um, I'll let you do it. It's, uh, okay. Cool. Yeah, now, there should it, be, it's, it's on yeah. our Facebook page already, but uh, I'll yeah. figure it out. All right. Now, now, I, you know, radio, again, as I said in, on the roundup, radio is not just a toy. It's a lifeline. But I oftentimes wondered why it sometimes takes a hurricane or some other natural disaster to really let people make people think about about radio. And I think the reason for that may be because we're all joined at the hip to a cell phone. I mean, most most teenagers don't know a life without a cell phone. So. I was talking, I was talking with, um, I was talking to uh, Lana Phillips. Lana is the morning host at QIK. I talked to her; she was back in the studio, and she lives out in out in like the 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 um, DeSoto County area, all that area down there. And they and they don't have and they for for a while for a few days at least they didn't have any cell service. 
So you were lying on you were lying on your cell phone for stuff. Your cell phone basically basically became a brick. Um, and and as much as we all love our digital our digital gizmos, every home, in my opinion, should have a radio because because I mean. I mean, when there's no internet or power. And in fact, I actually, during the hurricane, I actually bought my cousin a radio because she was complaining that she couldn't get any, get any information or get any news. And right. so I went ahead and purchased a radio for her. And, mm-hmm. but Tim, would you agree that it, sometimes it takes a hurricane to really make people think about, mm, maybe, maybe well, I, need, I, maybe I think it. we've covered that topic pretty well, actually. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, it's, it's better it's, to be safe than sorry. That's the mm-hmm, what and, all boils down to. Exactly, and and it's not just a toy; it's a lifeline. I mean, when, I mean, I I loved how um, it was. Uh, it was during. I mean, th- th- it was during uh, Operation Stormwatch. Um, a woman called and she said she need you know you, you know she needed help getting out of her house getting getting out of her 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 house a tr- a tree fell on the power lines and so uh, one and so i guess who was who the, i guess somebody just happened to be having to be to be alignment and they called and reached out and made, called in some papers and they cleared that tree just so she could get out of her house and she didn't know who else to call so she called the radio station and, and alignment heard it and, and he came out and had some had a tree crew with him and they went ahead and cleared the tree just so she could leave her house and yes. you know, I, I was a little disappointed in Southern Stone. Uh, number one, of course, because they went off the air. But but number right. two, the, in that, you know, usually during these types of things, especially hurricanes, uh, back when I was living in Daytona, they they interconnected all their radio stations and they right. used their news department from WNDB and and uh, they went wall to wall with coverage. They did not do that this time, and I was a little disappointed uh, in that. And I think I know why, because again, evacuation zone. So yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean. Although, although that didn't affect him during Hurricane Matthew, though, it didn't affect him when when that happened. All of a sudden, you know. But but um, I was really, I was really happy. All with, of a sudden, with, that storm surge was coming in right at them. They had mm-hmm. no other choice but to be told to evacuate. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I was really happy with iHeartMedia and Storm and Operation So Much because again, it was local local hosts i mean they had laura diaz from mix and they had big rig from 98 rock and and all those guys i mean and they even said on the air that they that they will have that they will be cutting in to for with uh the coverage for fort myers if it's warranted but they, they didn't need it in this case um they were um cat country 1071 is still running i guess talk uh for some reason um and um, even even the local oh, way, and it's because again, their transmitter, their transmitter is down, mm-hmm. and that's probably why their even, transmitter, their studios, it's it's yeah. just all over the place. So yeah, yeah. even even um, even Way FM was down. Well, what stations down there in the in the Sarasota, Fort Myers, Port Charlotte, Punta Gorda area uh, are doing uh, are doing live uh, radio now? Doing anything uh, like for you know the aftermath of, of this? Um, well, Actually, I can tell you, I was on Kicks Country ninety two nine Friday before I switched to Charleston, and Ken Lovejoy and Todd Matthews were doing recovery coverage. Uh, I know. Oh, their port the 
the uh, Port de Gordo cluster was doing wall to wall recovery coverage. I haven't no, checked I saw, out. The I saw other we cluster. just add, I saw that they just added after midnight for some strange reason. But yeah, you know. Yep. Yep. And about time. Yeah, I saw, yeah, yeah, I saw that too. But and, so and, when when did they unhook from WFLA? Uh, right when the coverage ended, they were feeding. I guess it was a t- another television station's coverage. Uh, B1039, which is owned by the Beasleys, they were running, I think it was uh, Fox 4, yeah, Fox 4 coverage, which was... Which and, is- usually, and usually at the top of the hour, these TV stations will uh, give the stations, because they're not going to be there to do the boards, they will give them their legal IDs. So, yeah, you know? Mm-hmm. Yep. But um, they, yeah, well, they did that in this air check that we just heard too. Yes, yep. because yep. Th- that's technically a service, and you and you got to follow the FCC rules. Obviously, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. FCC FCC laws, you know, require you uh, uh, to do that, and I I believe that. Um, I, um, the sad part is even 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 Way FM. Uh, was down in in um and they they spent a, they spent a lot of time on a lot of the major stations t- telling listeners you know how they can help out you know how they can donate to uh, hurricane relief and things like that how they can how they can uh, make a difference basically um, and that's a good point let us uh, promote some of that because I think RCL needs to be involved in that. Yes. So if you so um, our governor now, this is for Florida. Our governor Ron DeSantis has activated the Florida Disaster Relief uh, Fund or something like that. And if you want to donate, you can go to floridadisasterfund.org or text the word disaster to the number two zero two two two, and a ten dollar donation will be made to um, to a hurricane relief. Uh, for Florida, and um, o- so far, over ten million dollars has been do- has come in thus far, and those are just the numbers that I saw. You can also donate again two zero two two two, and um, you can go to Florida disaster. And of course, the red the Red Cross is also involved in this uh, as yes, well. So text, that would be another yes. place. Yes, go to Red Cross. I think Joe. Yep. I think Joe Biden's kind of discuss some of this too because fema's also in on this uh but like mm-hmm. I, like you said you text that number a ten dollar donation will be added to your phone bill so don't be surprised if you right. did this you have to and do 10 it, bucks so. i mean 10 bucks is not that much i think all of us could yeah. afford an, a 10 bucks oh, to, yeah. to throw yeah. into this and 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 i think you know that's a reasonable amount uh mm-hmm. and every every ten dollar donation it adds up it adds up and, it certainly uh, does. So. Also, um, another uh, again, Red Cross is, is another one. Just text Red Cross to the number nine zero nine nine nine, or just go to redcross.org. Convoy of Hope is uh, out there uh, on the grounds right now, getting aid to those uh, that need it. And you can find out more about them at Convoy of Hope. Uh, dot org and, and we'll also put links- from three news we also have been hearing that the ohio ohio task one is out there assisting as well in the state of florida so those that needed to be rescued got rescued uh first energy uh our power company here is helping uh those guys out as well so yeah mm-hmm. so lots and- of 
and I did see I I saw on YouTube I think uh, our power company I think Pen Dot is working on things for the mm-hmm. victims. And so. also, if you're able to volunteer, uh, uh, um, you know, there, um, there's a way you can volunteer to help out with the rescue efforts, whether that's, you know, you know, helping up with the homeless or feeding them or whatever the case may be. There is plenty of opportunity to uh, opportunities to volunteer. Uh, another great organization that's dear to my heart is Metropolitan Ministries here in Tampa. And you can find out what you find out more about them by going to Metro Min, M-I-N dot org and they're and they're always looking for uh donations and volunteers and things like that so also, we might want to stress out emf too uh not stress out but you know what i mean uh we want to we want to say something that emf air one kayla boost they aren't in the florida area but they are also helping out with the relief efforts well they so, well, yeah. they have stations in florida um oh, right, EMF, yeah and and you can learn more about that. Also, pray for pray for the pray, pray for Caleb. It was it was during Sherathon, and their phone lines went went out. So pray for them. Uh, from yeah, Florida call centers. Yeah. 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 So yeah. But um, lots of opportunity to help out. And if you guys want more information, we'll put links to all these organizations on our Facebook on our social media pages at facebook.com slash radio connection live. Lots of opportunity to donate. I actually donated um to um. The Red Cross made a little ten dollar donation. Um, I did mine at uh, redcross.org. It was pretty easy. It was really easy to set up. Just follow the instructions uh, that it te- that it that it tells you, and then you can make go ahead and make your your donation. And you can also go to um, and it, if you want to donate uh, another 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 place to, to donate, especially if it's if it's a Beasley, Beasley station, you can go to bbgi dot com slash donate to make a donation to i think it's the red cross um well you so know lot- jamie you brought up something a second ago and I, I think it might be a good way to end our show today mm-hmm. why don't you uh why don't you offer up a prayer i start i yeah. start i, I like that will. i certainly will and before i before i before we pray and then we're and then i'll read the end credits and, and we'll go ahead and sign off you're not going to hear John to close us out as we normally do um, because, um, and I'll tell you why in a minute. Father, thank, let us not forget those who have nothing. Many have lost their homes, loved ones, their cars, their possessions. Though a lot of us are sitting here with power and food and a home and a place to sleep tonight, let us not forget those who, by no fault of their own, it was really the fault of Mother Nature, have nothing. Let us reach out in love to those who need our help. Let us not be selfish with what you've given us. Let us take this opportunity to be a blessing uh, to someone else today. Let us remember how you blessed us and let us return that blessing uh, to others. Thank you for the gift of radio and all those honor personalities that kept us all informed and kept us calm through the whole thing. Thank you for the Christian radio stations who didn't run, run a whole lot of coverage, but they played music to inspire and to uplift. And Lord, protect those protect those people tonight as they begin to put their to put their lives back together and 
rebuild and figure out what those next steps are going to be and guide them in whatever those next steps are going to be. And Lord, we thank you and praise you. In Christ's name I pray. Amen. Guys, Amen. that's it for us here on Radio Connection Live, the podcast. Uh, special thanks, as always, to John Williard, our voice guy. Special thanks to Angela and Denny, who are our, who are, who are our um, producers and editors. Special thanks to Cody Merriman, our content director based out of Grand Rapids, Michigan. Um, as always, uh, Preston and uh, Chris and Ashley help out with our social media. Tim is our audio professor. And we thank you as always for listening. And we are distributed by Anchor Podcasting on the web at www.anchor.fm. Next time, you're going to hear uh, part two of our RCL storm coverage. And we're going to have a whole lot more great stuff. Um, I'm, in fact, Tim, I'm going to be sending you a couple of new uh, stations probably tomorrow um, that we can feature on, uh, on RCL. And folks enjoy the rest of your night if you're listening to this when it's being uh recorded have yourself a great week we will, we will see you then and now we're not going to leave you with the beat with uh alan jackson as we normally do you're not going to be hearing john's voice and the reason for that is you know we thank god for the radio all the time and it's more important now than it's ever been so I think the Beach Boys, so what, what do you guys say the Beach Boys close us out this week, huh? Yeah, I think yeah. that's a good idea. Yeah, Tim, what do you think? Yeah. You know, the Beach Boys, that's, uh, the that's, Beach Boys. that's a good song, All right. It's mm-hmm. a good song. So, oh, um, by the way, Naked and Afraid is back on again on the Animal Planet. So that's where yeah. I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, we will see you all. They screwed around with it this weekend. They put it on, uh, they put it on Saturday for some reason. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And then, uh, and then on Sunday, I had nothing to watch. You know, so I, I felt well, like they usually have some rearings on Saturday. I was going through right. withdrawal on Sunday well, afternoon. Well, but, uh, it's, yeah, you were going through a, you were going through NAW naked and afraid withdrawal. Exactly. Well, well, Tim, well, you still think I know why. It really gnaws at you after a while. Oh, yeah. Spectrum, if you have Spectrum and Comcast, I think these two cable companies had problems on the hurricane front. No, and uh, here's the thing. No, they didn't. No, they didn't. No, they didn't. Okay, well, and, and, no, Comcast oh, okay. was well, fine. Usually, I, I lost well, usually, cable for about uh, 10 animal, minutes. but Well, usually Animal Planet and Discovery, I think both of them usually do re-airings. So, yeah. Yeah, it could be. It could be. Well, to me, folks, I kind uh, of thought Tim would have watched football, but that's beside the point. No, no, Tim. No, no Tim, Tim is, is not. Tim. Well, you got to understand. I, want, I, you know, I listen to two or three things at the same time. So I know. You know, that's our trait. We're good like that. Okay. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks for joining us. And until then, together, let's Let's keep 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 radio 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 alive. alive. Love you guys. Take care. Have a good night. And we'll see you next time. um, And to close us out in song, here's the Beach Boys right here on Radio Connection Live. It's That's Why God Made the Radio. Good night and God bless.
listening to Radio Connection Live, the podcast, and thank you so much for doing that. Don't forget, you can keep, you, you can keep up with us throughout the week at facebook.com slash Radio Connection Live. Follow us on Twitter at RCL the podcast, or just email us at RCL the podcast at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you guys. Thanks so, thanks so much for listening. And of course, don't miss our next show. See ya.